Dead. All right, so first is a moment of zen silence. Here we are. Lawyer talk. Time out. You didn't clap it on, bro. We've been having these things running. What's going on? Well, fuck a monkey. Amateur <laughs> hour here. Right. Hold on. You got it. You can do it. You're fine. It was quiet again. All right, do it. Here we are. Lawyer talk. Off the record. On the air. Special guests at the 511. We got some real players in the house today. I'm some so excited. <laughs> It's like usually we get like a guest that people are like, who's that, a lawyer? A <laughs> Dude, freaking lawyer. Suck. No, we're the bad guys. No, we got <laughs> some cool ass dudes here at Lawyer Talk Special Edition. What are we going to call this? Anytime, anywhere. Is that yeah, that's yeah, what you guys are talking? I can't remember. The, the journeymen have entered the room. Any the journeyman, place, any yeah. time, any topic. We're ready to rock. Any place, yeah. any time, any topic. So, Jared, you, you drag these uh, jokers in here. What's this all about, man? <laughs> Well, I got a call from my man, Billy Vaughn. Billy Vaughn. I've heard that name somewhere before. You wow, may have. Bro. I get it. Yeah, people here, I don't, it's kind of a famous name. People kind of <laughs> get it all the time. Billy. People, people love the Billy right? Vaughn. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Billy the Kid. Well, what, I mean, uh, 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 should we start with Billy? Billy the Kid? Wild, Wild Bill. Bill. Wild. They call me Wild Bill. Wild Bill. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm on the front here <laughs> a, num- a number of times. I was like, "Hold on, guys, we got to get in the studio." Uh, they were they were laying it on me. They were laying on the good stories. You walked in the room right at the time where he's about to smack a heavyweight champion. Yeah. Oh, that big me. buster. That's, yeah. that's, that's what's happened. Yeah, that's a good story. Uh, so these guys, I mean, look, we we talk all the time about legal related topics. We talk all the time about non legal related topics. There's a little bit of both, maybe today. Yeah, There's a little bit of both, maybe today. And, and see, you guys have now been introduced to the five one one production studio C. Can we say thank you? This place is beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. I felt good when he walked in the studio. I heard him say, this is better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and, and, and I would have to be honest with you, that's a good compliment. Yeah, I'm like, all right, yeah. yeah. Does that insult you? No, that was not an insult at all. Like, man, well, he thought talking. there was going to be an iPhone, right? <laughs> have you seen yeah. this guy? He's all going to talk into I'm never going to be insulted. I'm going to yeah. love it all. What yeah. am I going to yeah. yeah. This is great stuff. Home. <laughs> no, but, uh, stuff. We're retired. I, yeah, I kind of heard about him doing a podcast, and I've never been interested in doing stuff like that, but Mondo's been talking about it for a while, and... So and I heard he was doing it, so it sounded kind of Now, you guys, fun. maybe the best way to introduce you, what kind of, well, why don't you just tell us? What's your history? What's your background, Billy? Uh, mixed martial arts, did 29 professional fights. Uh, 29 yeah. professional. Now, Jeff's an MMA Oh, guy. dude. As soon as he sat down, he started talking. It's like, let's just press play. Let's just keep <laughs> keep talking. Yeah. So, like, I told you before, you fought somebody, if you're a novice, a novice they fighter, they won't know, but there's a guy named Wilson Hayes, I think it's spelled R-E-I-S, yeah. mm-hmm. and he oh, just fought there. for the title in the UFC against DJ maybe last year. Yeah. You fought him. Mm-hmm. Who's another guy you named? Uh, Jeff Kern. George uh, Gurgel. George for Strike Force. I fought. Okay. Um, yeah. And that was back in the day when it was real fighting. Yeah, it wasn't was, the sort of let's talk shit and try to make as much money as we no, can and fight. I mean no, it was fighting fight any, to fight anywhere yeah I'd get calls yeah. and hey can you fight in two weeks in Philly I'm like yeah Wild Bill's <laughs> fighting Wilson Reese the 
what's he BJJ master the, the amazing he's you know don't lock up with him We're don't tie him. up with him yeah. whatever you do Bill so Bill's out there lands a couple punches I'm in the corner I'm like this dude you were in his corner for oh, Wilson oh he's gonna do it I've been yeah. traveling with Bill forever he's gonna do it dude we came here to win we're gonna beat this dude he's on that dude's supposed I knew to where was that fight at Philadelphia, his Philadelphia. where he was training at. so okay. so Wilson Reese goes for a takedown Billy breaks away and we're like oh my god he stopped him <laughs> so then it goes again Wilson Reese grabs a whole Billy and gets him to the ground. Now we're like, oh God, it's over. Like, what's it? Billy kicks out for a split second and dives back on top of the. Yeah, you got that down with it. And we're all like, like, what are you doing? We're losing our minds. Like, what are you doing, dude? Gets choked. I get choked. Scarf choked. Scarf scarf choked. I went for like a switch. He had me locked (laughs) up like a pretzel man. My favorite thing about Wild Bill's fights, he comes out. Bill, why'd you jump back on him? I didn't jump out. What are you talking about? Yeah. Bill goes into that's why you're wild. Oh, yeah. wild. Goes into Bill, yeah. I thought, I thought that would go away after I fight a bunch, but no. never did. So, Steve, <laughs> never did. Right. Yeah. Steve, so you know you're familiar because Steve's gotten into it because I always talk about Every it. Now and then, Damian yeah. Maya. Remember the guy you were like, that guy's an anaconda. That's very similar fighter at lighter weight. Wilson is just they like say he's don't. The, like one of the best. Yeah. But. And that was why Demetrius just completely embarrassed him because he beat him in his own game, got him on the ground and submitted him. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a little over I think he, Wilson was a little overrated. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Bill was dominating, and we're like, the last thing we want to do is be on top of him. And he dove back in there. And, we're just, I don't know, oh, and for people that don't like fighting, I mean, can you guys explain Brazilian jiu-jitsu? You say he's like the BJJ guy. What, kind, what, what, what style is that? BJJ? Yeah. Chokes, Breaking stuff off yeah. your body, like arms, legs. Just gets Chokes, a hold submissions, of a lot of stuff yeah. on the ground. Yeah. yeah. We'll transition, you your limbs. We're transitioning BJJ to MMA, BJ, you know, like that's yeah, a different world. But different. he was really, they say he was good at transitioning into fighting and all that, which he fought for the right. title. So, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, look, I, I, I am a... I, even, I can't even call myself an amateur. I am yeah. pre-amateur. Well, go take it. You, you, you train it, right? I yeah. mean, you can go and... Well, I mean, so you're talking like... as The way I see this, you've got... Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and then that's like its own thing, you know, in in some place in the world, that's its own thing, its own event, or we, you know, it's a fighting style. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm older, it's probably. Tech, than self-defense. What was your everybody here? But what was mine? Yeah, are you a striker? Are you wrestler? Wild, wild. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I, like, I, like, I, like, I, I did a lot of leg locks. I did, oh, like, okay. I did a lot of leg locks. I got like four or five wins by submissions. Leg the lock, heel and I'd snap okay. that heel hook. Oh, you would. I'd snap it. All right. Uh, Leg bar type stuff yeah. or mostly heel hook? Mostly that heel hook. Yeah. Heel hook was my thing. People started uh, to know we'd go to fights and they'd be, you'd hear at the corner immediately, watch the heel hook. Yeah. Watch your heel. What's yeah. that dude that got thrown out of the UFC that was like the heel hook guy from oh, Brazil? Oh, Eric Polaris guy. Yeah, yeah jerk, dude. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, man. he'd hold on too tight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to get you guys into the mics. Okay. That's I what thought I, I was too close. No, no, no. Yeah, I fix that later. Don't Thanks, worry about man. it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a producer. Yeah. I like it. We appreciate it. Here at the 511 studio. So what's 511, can I ask? It's the address, the address. man. Oh, yeah. didn't you see that big sign? We were in there? So look, if you take a look around, <laughs> I pulled it. I was like, "We're pulling yeah, into five one one." He was like, "This we used to work right down there." I was a bouncer, man. I threw some dudes on the street, <laughs> and then he's telling me about the one my dad got. He's like, "Whenever you started to sprint back to Johnstown, I was running on two yeah. seven. Yeah, my dad got a fight, and they called me, and I said, I'll, I, I just he just took off running. I was there. I'm like, bro, I can give you a ride." I said, "What?" He's fucking running. And I went to the guy's house the next day, so we took care of it. <laughs> <laughs> See, these are. This is why. This is exactly why you, ne- you don't want to get in bar fights. Mm-hmm, you don't know. <sighs> it's like you you run into mm-hmm. somebody who's trained and knows what they're doing. It's like although Bill looks the part. I don't know. He looks sort of wild. I don't see it. I don't feel wild. I tell you where I'm looking. 
cauliflower ear. Yeah. yeah That's man. where I'm saying, whoa. I forget it's there up. most of the time. I'm going to not do this. Yeah. 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 If, if, if you're going to pick a fight, don't do it. The guy's got cauliflower Yeah. I mean, he's, that's, he's that's been in some fights. That is yeah, definitely a sign of it. Or some guys, some guys, they want to test you a little bit, but I can talk my way out of it. You know, I don't fight like that no more. They can tell real quick. Yeah. Before I was getting fighting, you know, professionally, I was. The small guy fighting in, in college all the time. I was scared a while, Bill. If you want to start talk about how we started, I was scared a while. Bill. I was 100 pounds, dude, but I was we, weren't, we didn't start out as friends. He claims his his perception is we were cool. I thought my we were. Per, my <laughs> perception was <laughs> I stayed away from Wild Bill. His <laughs> gang, I wanted no part of it. And we meet on later in life, become best friends. We're so much alike. But back in the day, I was scared of Wild Bill and his gang. I and you're a bigger that. dude. I mean, uh, what do you fight? Well, I was tiny, but I'm I'm fighting heavyweight or cruiserweight. Oh, okay. I weighed like 220. Now, now I fight at 200. 112 pounds, just meaner than a rattlesnake. Oh, man. You were just God. in a fight. What did you say? It was a week ago? Yeah, a few weeks ago. Right, do we introduce him? Come on here. You're jumping the gun. All right. This is Armando. Yeah. Wait, now, where, what's your deal? I'm Armando. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. My dad's from Long Island, New York. He's a character of a character. Hopefully, you guys get him on. Um, I started working my way up. I worked with children. I love helping children. That's really uh, where I excelled. I'm a kid still, so it's easy for me to relate to him and whatnot. And then I, my dad was in boxing, so I've been boxing forever. Played college football. Played football overseas. Tons of experiences that I use to help people and to help myself and show people kind of, I think I'm great at putting myself in people's shoes yeah. and seeing how they would react and understand them before they even do something. I know what to do because I know what's coming. Gotcha. So many That's awesome. Yeah. So you work with kids. Yeah, I did for a long time. Not so much. I'm trying to get back to it. Now yeah. I work at Wheels Up, a private aviation uh, company. So I'm working with the 1% and I'm helping people. I got to be helping people or I, I can't do it. I honestly cannot do it. Um, oh my gosh. If I start telling you about my last job, I, I ran a hair club for men and women. A hair, hair club. club. This is wild how this, you know, I went right, to Cleveland. Now, now I got to know. Yeah, I was your first client. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you're not doing it anymore. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't good. Yeah. No, but my wife uh, cheered for the Cavs. She was the captain of the Cavs cheerleaders when they won the championship. She was in the awesome. parade. I got to really? see it get all oh, unbelievable. My life's just, I'm blessed for sure. I've had rough times, don't get me wrong, but I'm blessed. Um, and so she took us up to Cleveland. I was just doing some cardio boxing and watching the kid mostly while she did that and lived the dream. And I got this offer. They came to me at Title Boxing Club. One of the girls there, she's like, you've got to come work, be a salesman at the hair club. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> First of all, you know, I got a I mean, massive you got a, hair. Yeah, that, yeah right. that's, that's a bunch yeah. of bull. It's that, growing down. Yeah, My that's wife a good makes start. fun of me. It's coming down. So I'm like. Now you were bald before this. That's the sales pitch. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, look at me they, now. They, but he takes that off at night. Oh, yeah. they, <laughs> <laughs> they literally cut my hair so it looked like a toupee because they wanted people to feel. So that's the reason I really? ended up getting away from there is they were. It wasn't, I wasn't behind the company. Sounds like a cold. Yeah. yeah. But I would never tell anybody it was, and I would always be honest. But, um, so I end up, they come to me and uh, I'm like, no way. And then they show me the numbers and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I could probably get behind this, you know, three months in, they give me the whole center in the interview where they're giving me a promotion from salesperson to running the whole center. I go, you realize my whole experience is my three months here. Yeah, you got this. You know, I'm just great with people. I care about people. So that was helping people, the most broken people I've ever worked with, more than the special needs kids. Really? Oh, the hair people? Bald guys? Really? Women, men. I mean, 
I mean, look, maybe it's people that are it's, suffering like me after cancer treatment or something. Some of that, but it's not that. It's the just if if you're that, you know how many people you see the people and you're like, just shave your head, man. Oh, right? for yeah. sure. Give it right? up. Right? Just yeah. give it up. Yeah. But if they're yeah. if they're coming yeah. paying thousands of dollars, imagine how empty they feel without that hair. How yeah exposed yeah. They there, feel. there's a there's a self esteem problem going on underneath all that. I couldn't yeah. lift them up. You know, I haven't met many people I couldn't help and and give some positivity and bring some sunshine to them. These people were rough, you know, and it started to bring me down to the point where I it was over. Like, I can't do this anymore. Well, and that's odd because you know what you're doing. It, it, what's what's interesting about that is you recognize that, mm -hmm. but then you're trying to take their money at yeah, the same time. That's, that, why, that's a weird mix, mm -hmm. right? And I didn't agree with I didn't agree with some of their their philosophies on. So we sell them up front five thousand dollars. What do I get for five? I mean, look, six I six months. These cameras are very exposing. Right, if I might right. add, right? Is, I mean, it all, like, is it all head on? head hair we had different options solutions so we're gonna sell you they want us to make them wear hair so somebody like you they'd want me to shave what you do have and glue something up there not idea i hope i don't i mean i'm sorry to hair club they were really great to me <laughs> they were so nice i worked with oh, some like, great people own, right yeah but that for me i felt like it was we were tricking people and I'm so you not had to sell guy. it and apply it Oh, I didn't have to physically apply oh, okay. it, but I did have to help them with style and what they should do and how to cut it and all that. Okay. But I mean, these are some of the... the Don't you have to sad. go back? So I get the thing on my head. I got to go back. So that's it. We sell you up front on six months, but I sell you that I'm getting you your hair back. We're going to make this second layer of skin. We're going to apply it and you get your hair back. And that's how I sell That it. you can actually cut. Does it work? Yeah, it's going to grow. The people think this is going to be permanent. This is their hair. But six months later, I come in and I say, if you want to keep doing this, you got to give us between $300 and $1,000 a month. To keep it, to do what? Because eventually it's going to fall out. Well, it's it's glued on. You have to remove it, clean it, put it back on. Take it off, put it back on, take it off, put it back on. We're going to get oh, you put it in the shower? You, it's on air, but like semi-permanently. Yeah. Like we have to use polymers and stuff to remove it like high high-end space chemicals. polymers oh all these chemicals <laughs> on it. so then people would come in with I sores people would come in with sores and i'd have to go in there and it smells like a dead body and i would have to tell the dude you can't go home with your hair can you imagine like they want to kill me but that's why they love me because i walk in and tell them they can't leave well you told us a story about when out. you're working with children and i can see why you want to go back to there yeah i love yeah. kids i i've Helped a ton of kids. I worked with the special needs kids and, uh, you know, helping people develop language. Like when you see stuff like that, that's what fulfills me. I want to give people the opportunity to reach whatever goals they want. You know, that's what yeah. I love. That's awesome. I, although the hair club stuff is pretty fun. It's it's gold, but it's just, I didn't know all that. Oh man, man. I'm all freaking out over here. I know same. While Bill said over there like this, like shaving my head. Like this, man. Yeah. The thing with me, I just wear hats all the time, yeah. but I'm tired of that, man. Yeah. I want to be able to not wear a hat. We well, look good. I was gonna you get a shaved head guy. Hair, yeah, yeah, I could just rock a shaved head. That's why I'm doing yeah. that. Yeah, you, you yeah. my vision is a nice beard, shaved head. Cool. Yeah. I don't want to be bald and bald like just like a. Nutsack. Just, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I, I don't know what your nutsack is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to look like, you know, a good beard. Like that, man. A good beard and a shaved head. See the man. beard, right? The beard, yeah. Now, now not many people can have that. People love yeah. the beard. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's What do you do? It takes work. Yeah. Dude, I, I never had one until I'm going to be 35. I never had one. I'm still learning. Still Here's learning. the mistakes I made. Give me some tips. Trying to trim it 
before you get it out and grow long. And like, I, like trying to up, cut into over. it. Yeah, 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 look yeah. at me, dude. You, I, what do you... You, I, I was just like, you know what? For like a month, I just got to let it go and see what comes in. Because even spaces where you look on your face and you're like, man, I don't think amazing going to grow there. Just let it go. I got a six inch. Because I got that too. But it just, dude, it just all blends in. Just let it go, man. The Leonidas. Oh. That's what it's all about. Wolverine. Like, there you go. I want the Leonidas. Yeah. Square yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Use a, a little beard oil help too. Are you getting? Are you at the itchy phase right now? No. No, you're past. Well past that. I don't know. He wouldn't know. He never had. Yeah. He wouldn't have hit you. Oh, dude, oh, man. Oh, it's not itchy. He thinks he's turning into the Hulk. You heard? You, you asked him his fighting style. He's like yeah. this. He's like, I go insane. Yeah, I don't remember. So he, my style is to let everything just mull and together. It's not good. That's not a good way to do it. And the more it, yeah, I look yeah, at him over there, it's like you look crazy, man. Oh, I gotta tell I, you. That's what I'm telling you. I might be bipolar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you doing now? You you train kids, right? You train people. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do a fitness boxing classes. Mondo got me into the business 10 years ago um, and been doing it ever since. So kind of the same thing with him, helping people. I work with kids, enjoy it. Um, it's kind of my passion, too. So that's kind of kind of. Where can they friends. hook up with you if the listeners want to get set up? Uh, title Boxing Club. I'm over in Westerville. You're in the Westerville, Westerville Title Westerville, yeah. okay. Three. See, I was already three. texting him about training with my son mm-hmm. we're doing we're gonna do a little we're gonna do some training and yeah. uh and then next thing i know he's in the studio jerry's like i'm bringing yeah billy vaughn's coming i was like yeah i'm texting this guy right yeah, now i didn't, know, I didn't yeah. put it i thought it was through yeah. somebody else and well he came to me he's like hey jerry's like you know i need to find a, a wrestling trainer for my boy do you know anybody mm-hmm. i was like i know somebody <laughs> i said i know i said the whole vaughn crew because yeah. see i mean how i know is, is me and his dad i mean his dad are, are partnered up yeah. in the vape world Mm-hmm. And that's why you can totally go with the bald head because your dad looks like a Billy Badass. I'm trying to look head, like him, know, though, man. That's, what, that's, that's thing, my big thing in my name. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're going to look just like your old They're man. No, it's, it's done. Already. It's what happens, man. Twins, I'm pissed man. about it. You're <laughs> if you're supposed to be bald, you're just supposed to be bald. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's I'm going to roll with it. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I shaved my head for seven years. Did you really? I, yeah. I See, now that pisses me off. I got to tell you. My dad was angry. My dad, my mom's side, all bald in high school. So my dad's like, what are you doing? You do not have much now, time. Do you hear the difference too much you just did and what, you, yeah. what you've been doing? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds so, okay. oh yeah, it's Hello. like butter. Yeah, there like butter. Yeah, if you want, you can slide them like that. Close to you. His feet are over here. My feet are everywhere. This way, man. You guys are playing footsie. Well, that's nothing new. Don't fight. Oh, we don't want helpers. We don't want to fight. Beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever happened? No. no. No? I told you, I stayed away. Not even like sparring? I oh, we away. sparred. Yeah. yeah. Wild Bill tried to take me down if I ever throw the straight left. No. Oh, he I goes for the, the takedown immediately. I crowd him up and body So you guys do it to yourself? You yeah, you're going to take me down. No, I'll box you. Oh, come on. you got to have rules, right? you got to have rules. That's like I read this. You're talking to Wild Bill. What's I mean? He's not going to fight you rules. There are no rules. It's Wild Bill. My fight's on the street. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, he took me down in the boxing ring multiple times. No, I, 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 I Before I knew Billy, he would come in the barbecue sometimes and he'd pick up some chicken wings and stuff. <laughs> and I was always like, man, that dude looks like he oh, would just rip your arms off. Oh, wild Bill. <laughs> I mean, he'd be okay, like, I got a Wild Bill what's story. What's up? Wild Bill. <laughs> I don't see that. I feel like hold I'm on. Nice you can guy. help me with this story. <laughs> he's, he's about to fight a whole group of people, right? I'm, there's a lot of people. He's going to fight them all. That's Wild Are Bill. Are you drinking? No, probably. I don't probably. Know. Wasn't no, yeah, maybe. I don't know which Wild Bill's 
few of While Bill's smart, he goes to the monster and says, you, and brings him out, chokes him out. He's got him choked, looking at everybody. Who wants something? Who wants it? I mean, there's 20 people. They're all like, no, no thanks, because he just took the baddest dude clearly. Did you choke him, him out, like, oh, unconscious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're like, yeah, yeah. And I had to run home because I was on house arrest for fighting. <laughs> and my dad was this is like, why it's lawyer talk. My dad was, like, lawyer talk, my dad was right? like, I heard one of the Bond boys got in a fight, and I'm like, wasn't me? <laughs> <laughs> That's when it's good to have brothers, right? Yeah, not us. Yeah, yeah, but I never provoked those. Those are always well, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is why you don't screw with people. You just don't. Yeah, and I don't. I think you just don't. And that dude was a monster. He had no reason really to be scared of Bill, except for Bill's Bill. And I know how to wild Bill. Well, you're trained too, yeah. and you've been in it. Yeah, it's like there's no. Well, I, said, I, I read this article. It's like if, if you get in a bar fight and somebody starts throwing, like you said, straight left hands because you're a south mode. Somebody yeah. starts throwing straight right hands at you. You should just run, yeah. right? Because that guy knows what he's well, doing. They start oh. warming up and well, shadow boxing, and you got to you know they're ready, right? <laughs> they're jumping, jump, bro. See, but that's why <laughs> it's like stretching out, hitting their elbows. <laughs> it's like somebody's doing that. I'm gonna grab the yeah. bar stool and hit him on the head uh, and yeah. then run like that's, hell anyway, dude, right? That's how most of my fights ended. Like bar fights would end before they started for that exact reason. Like somebody'd say something, and I'd go like this. Right into my stance, and people are like, "Oh, okay." Like, and start oh, to back, yeah, start like, to back away from me. This guy looks in. like he knows what but he's doing. You almost yeah. have a responsibility, right? It's yeah. like, now you're just crazy. You're not gonna, you, you, yeah. you just lose it. But that's well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm sure. Don't That's an over life. This is now. This is I'm not like that anymore. So now you're training. Do you work with you work with kids? Obviously, we've talked. Yeah, I do some personal training with kids and again just like building that confidence up that's kind See, of where it starts this is now we were talking this off the jeff you weren't here but we were truly off the record off the air mm-hmm. not doing anything yet and this is this is sort of my thing i've been working with a couple i've been working defending kids in trouble my entire career now 20 some years but you know i've just noticed that there's this there's this sort of declining self-esteem in young guys yeah, yeah and in uh, in all walks of life i mean i, I don't say, care where you come from as ex- like being a manly man isn't accepted as it once was and we have to find how to be that manly man and respect people i guess I, well I you know, know it's, it's interesting there's I, I don't know if i've told this story on the air maybe i have but uh i read this article one time when i was working on some juvenile case that you know there's this epidemic in i don't know it must have been africa or some country mm-hmm. in africa where elephants are going crazy like they're coming through villages and tearing up villages and it was because they, these were like uh te- the equivalent of teenage juvenile mm-hmm. elephants and their dads had been uh, killed for the, the ivory so there's nobody to teach these kid these uh, juvenile yeah, elephants yeah. how to interact yeah. with other men just for, right? me just for the no I, me too and yeah, it's, it's it's like if we don't have that going on, and uh, I just sort of think, I have this notion, I'm not a mm-hmm. psychologist, but I have this notion that if you teach kids like the fighting arts, it's not going to create fighters. No, exactly. It's going to create responsible male 100%. adults. You know, from my childhood, I never was in street fights. Exact opposite of Wild Bill. I was scared of street fights because at three years old, I was boxing in a boxing ring with judges and a referee. So when street fights are happening, I had this sense of like, dude, anything can fucking happen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. bad news. I, I need a ref. I want to job fight anybody. You get it one on one, and we got rules, it. and it's there. So you and jump we, in, yeah. and oh, yeah. it's so scary with what can happen, you know. But to understand, this is sort of like my. We've talked about this with uh, with gun control and gun debate. Look, mm-hmm. I, it, it's probably a political debate we don't need to take on yet, mm-hmm. but. I, I, I took this, I take my son's hunting sometimes, and I took this picture of my boy, we were turkey hunting, mm-hmm. 
And uh, he's all in camo, and he's got his shotgun. It wasn't even loaded at the time when I took the picture. And, uh, and I sent it to – I think I sent it to you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is the this is the cure for school shootings, right? And it's right. the irony is it's like he's learning mm-hmm. responsibly yep. how to interact with a firearm, responsibly how to be – uh, in the woods and do things on your respect own the and respect the gun, respect the environment, respect mm-hmm. the woods, respect what you're doing. And there's something about that. Like you have to get up early. Mm-hmm. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to prepare. Mm-hmm. You have to give it thought. I mean, he's not doing, he's following me around, but, but still that's um, how, that's what I learned is kids don't do as you say, they will not do as you say, you can tell any kids to do whatever you want. They're not going to do as you say. Yeah. They do as you do. They do as you do. So as long as you keep leading by example, kids don't recognize it takes kids. Everybody's different. They're going to get it at that their time. But to this day, I hear my dad's voice. I've gotten out of a car before people got in serious trouble, wild stuff because I heard my dad and yeah. it, it was him. I say, don't do as they do. As they well, say, he did both. He, exactly. He was telling me and he would always practice it too. He would step away from things when they were bad and it saved my life. But just lead by that example. At a certain point, it takes hold. And the, I, I appreciate it. This, yeah. Kids kids crave discipline. But parents now want to be friends and want to mm-hmm. do all this stuff. They don't realize your kid's going to love you way more when he's 30 and realizes I have a house of what happy family because of all that stuff I hated. Yeah, now exactly. I, now I love you for it, but it's so hard for people to see the big picture. Well, and our parenting is so screwed up these days. Oh, yeah. But uh, there's, I think it was, I read this. Now, who knows? Because you read these quotes all the time. Who knows if it's actually true? But Abraham Lincoln said something like, if you want your kids to walk a certain path, you surely better walk it first yourself, right? And that's sort of what you're Beautiful. saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you don't do what you're supposed to do as a parent, as a dad, I think yep. that's what we're talking about, then it's harder to, you can't fix them. It's hard to fix yeah. an adult, a broken adult, right? You have, to, so you, have to, you have to fix a, you have to, you have to create good ones you're learning the older you get when people say people don't change you see it like i believe in people i'll never not believe in humans and people i think no matter what we will overcome i'm not scared of anything people talk about all that stuff will overcome but it's hard to change man when a when a person's a person you developed and became that way it wasn't just an overnight thing yeah tons of factors came in to develop you as that human being yeah. So to change a character trait, it's not like, oh, I realize that's not a good thing. I'll change it. It's not that easy, you know, and it's people craving change are the only people that change and putting those disciplines in place. Like me and Wild Bill, we like we like to always be developing. We're always working on ourselves. We push each other. We hold each other accountable, but we set goals and we we wake up and like I wake up and I see on my wall focus discipline. Those are my biggest things. I'm multi-talented. I've I played football in Italy because of my natural talents. I never pushed myself enough to where I could have went, but I'm I'm only 33. You now some people say that's old, it's all relative, you know. Well, look man, I'm 48. Right? You're pretty young. <laughs> right? So I can still change and focus and discipline. If I put more focus, more discipline on everything I do, I'll be wherever I want to be. And I'd try to help people realize that as well. In the story you told earlier about helping, you know, the the, the child that you're helping, that story was that it was gold. Yeah. And, and and I mean, I, how did you say you you started out about they wanted to do this, do this, do this? How did you? How did you? How did you? Work with that kid. Well, you were you were working with special needs kids. Yeah, are we talking about him or my? Uh, just like what we, you said earlier about how you know you you got just a tell job. a story for him. He'll shut up. Yeah, <laughs> well, just wor- working. Oh, working with the kids for sure. So you have to have the respect of a child. You know, you have he has to realize that you're not here to make a change in his life. That's not what I'm here to do. I'm not. I didn't come here to change the kid. I came here to create a relationship 
to where the kid has somebody to communicate with. The kids don't communicate a lot of stuff. They don't have people to communicate with. So first thing I'm doing is developing a relationship. Teachers would get mad at me because they want me to, well, he has three worksheets that need to get done today. Are you worried? Do you really want to see those get done and retained? Or do you want to see him, me and him fight for an hour and me get some letters on some paper? Or do you want him to retain and learn something? And once the teachers see that I come from a place of love at all times, because I get real hard on a kid. I mean, I, you see my own daughter, I'm hard on her, but because I love her and I make that clear. And as long as you make it clear it's coming for love, then they can do a lot more for you. So I developed that relationship. I invest in my time and my education into whatever they like. I don't care if it's playing cards, magic, Pokemon. I've learned so many different things because <laughs> when I show up and just mention an obscure character, because I'm smart, like if you say Pikachu, they're going to be like, oh, another clown. Here he is. Oh. I got I to find, yeah, find the Charizard. Yeah, so right. I got to find these things that mean, you know, when you say it, their eyes just lock on you and they're yeah. like, whoa. This dude knows some stuff. Then I can ask them to do stuff they've never done. I walk in a classroom when I worked with special needs, and they all get quiet. And the teacher's like, how do you do that? What are you doing? And it's because they know I care about it. Like, I came here. I just want to know what's going on with them. I'm interested in them. You know, I'm not interested in my objectives. Yeah. I'm interested in the kid. And I've learned in life, when you invest in the stuff and come from love, all that other stuff just happens. It just follows, it just follows suit. It's just yeah. there. Kids start talking. Why does he start talking? Because he's comfortable and knows I'm not going to judge him. Uh, he knows if he s says something crazy, I'm just going to be there for him and h help him and educate him. But I've always said, too, I'm on the spectrum, I'm sure. So I'm, I'm one, <laughs> I of, too. Oh, I'm okay. one of the kids. I too, let me <laughs> <Yeah>. tell you. <laughs> and, and I think everybody is. I think we all, it's, we, the difference between us and special needs kids is our ability to control it. It's there. I, I mean, I can tell you right now, I used to do this. I used to tap my chest and I didn't even realize I did this until I started working with special needs and I saw one of them do it and I went, holy shit, I do that. <laughs> if I needed to remember something, if something came, I meet you, mm -hmm. Jeffrey, yeah. and I'd do that. And it's in my head. And I oh, locked that's it what, in. Do you still do that? No. Because oh, okay. after I saw it, at that time, I was like, I oh, got to get that together, you know? So I, yeah. I put things in place to stop it, but I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing. It was just a mechanism that I developed that was natural, really. I didn't even realize I was doing it right. until I saw the other kids doing it. And uh, well, I think self-awareness is a – and, and that's sort of what separates you. Uh, like you're talking about being on the spectrum, but truly on the spectrum, mm -hmm. it's like there isn't that empathetic notion. No. Like the, like some of these, they, so they don't understand mm -hmm. the impact on somebody else. And it's not because they're – they're mean. It's mm -hmm. not. It's just because they don't have the capacity mentally for whatever reason to do that, and mm -hmm. that's got to be a difficult thing to work with. I would imagine. So but, hard for sure. You know, we have some self awareness where I, I deal with clients all the time, right? It's mm -hmm. like, listen, jackass, number five, right? I, I sit and count them out. It's like, all right, so you came in because you got in this fight. Well, guess what? You were drunk. Yeah. And you got your first OVI. We got you a reckless op, but guess what? It was drinking. Mm -hmm. And then you got caught doing this, you were drinking, and now you got another DUI, you're drinking. And they just look at me like, I was yeah. like, you ever thought about maybe alcohol <laughs> yeah, working yeah. for you? Now you hit your wife, <laughs> you know, it's like, domestic violence, yeah. you've been drinking. It's yeah. like, when's it going to stop, you know? Mm -hmm. and, but, you know, we go about it. Like, Jeff, you heard us do, you've heard this speech a thousand times. It's like, I'll just sort of kick back and I'll be like, so tell me what's going on, man. We'll just sort of kick back. Tell me about how much you, how much you party and what you're drinking. You know, we just get them talking and get a dialogue. Mm -hmm. And I can I can get them through that, sort of doing what you do. But I had to learn it at 44. 
We've been doing it about four or five years. We've taken that approach. You're 33 and already doing it. That's pretty cool stuff. That's my dad. I'd have to give, even though me and my dad fight, like, because we're so much alike. He's 81 years old. He has experienced so much. And he gave me that insight for sure into the way people think and always. And he made me care about what other people think too much, in my opinion. But I've reeled it in. You know, it used to affect me so much when I was little too much. Somebody shouldn't be so worried about everybody else. You need yeah. to worry about yourself to a certain yeah. point. Care what everybody else is thinking about and that's you. why I think with adults and humans and anybody, when you have a issue, your family issues, at a certain point, you're responsible. And that's what we have to get to is, sure, you have we all have experiences, but at a certain point, you're an adult. you got to become responsible. Well, there's that Don't time. Don't be the victim. Yeah, yeah and you guys, you probably experienced that in a ring, I bet. It's like, you, like there's a time when all of a sudden – Something happens and you look around, mm-hmm. you're like, well, this is on me now. It's a great point. I have to deal with this mm-hmm. now. This guy just hit me in the nose. Now, mm-hmm. yeah. nobody, there ain't no teachers. There ain't no, there ain't mm-hmm. nothing. It's mm-hmm. like, it's on me to fix this mm-hmm. somehow. It's a great point. And, and it's, it's learning that transition that I think is going to get, event. I, I'm, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. I think the tides will turn. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people that would say uh, our country's in trouble and we've got all these things on both sides. Yeah. I, I I don't, I don't subscribe to that necessarily. I think yeah. the times will change because they have to, right? And it's conflict like we're leads us. Conflict has yeah. always led us into the greatest parts of our histories. You yeah. know? So I think it's almost important to have this tumultuous time because if we didn't have these tumultuous times, we'd still be single-celled and ne- um, or what are they? Organisms. I'm like really smart in some areas <laughs> and really not in others, and that's why. That's all right, man. Well, and I expl- I, I have a friend who thinks he's the smartest dude in the world, and he he'll tell me, "Oh, he was stupid." That's what you'll say about somebody, and then I'll immediately name three things that person's smarter than him at. Yeah, and he just I, thought, well, yeah. yeah, but that's that's your opinion, yeah, like because he's smart <laughs> at construction, he's not as smart as you. What do you? Because t- you're good in book work. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Some of the, some well, of the most impressive guys smart, I've ever man. dealt with have been when I was banging nails. You know, when mm-hmm. when you're working on the side, it's like watching somebody lay out. Like oh. I'm talking not trusses, I'm talking rafters mm-hmm. where you're cutting. Uh, there's like multiple cuts, and you you, you got the you got the angles, and you're doing all these. Things. It's like watching Art. some of these old guys do this without even thinking about it. They're, they're calling down measurements, like mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm a lot like, of times, people end up in these jobs that other people think aren't smart. And it's not because they could have been a rocket scientist. But yeah. why would he want that pressure, that stress? He goes and builds a house, <laughs> yeah, and he can build that house for himself, his aunt, his uncle, his and, cousin, and he's yeah. and he's good at it, and he's got a product when he's done. I remember this guy. I don't even remember what was his name. His name was Dan, and uh, we were we were framing out a hip on some roof somewhere. And I was a couple weeks in, and he would be dropping boards down and say, "Here, cut it here, you know, from long to short, and then it's got to have this other cut. It's a compound miter." And I throw it up to him. He goes, "I don't even know what he just said." <laughs> he's, and man, My dad, I've seen him. And uh, he's like, "Man, him. I know he's talking that, that fucker's short." <laughs> And he would just drop it down, drop another one down. He goes, cut me another one, just make it about a half inch long. And, you know, I, and I realized what I'd done. I'd cut it on the wrong side of the miter. Anyway, whatever yeah. I did, but he was yeah. totally cool about Patience, it. He was yeah. totally cool yeah. about it. And here we are. I'm just like, damn. Mm-hmm. That's I'm crazy. Testing myself and throwing it back up and going through all this mm-hmm. stuff. But um, Well, I think with everything that's going on in the world right now, with everything, what's cool about what you just said is you found a different way to do things. Mm-hmm. And we find ourselves in court a lot being like, well, this is the way we always do it. Mm-hmm. And you've always said, it's like, well, why do you have to do it like everybody else does? You know what I mean? It's like, I always think, and I've thought of this a lot, like Gracie back in the day, first UFC. 
It's like he did it. He, did it he introduced it different than how you always fought, mm-hmm. and he won. And it was you know what I mean. And that's what you run into with the teachers. It's 100%. like I found a way to connect. I have mm-hmm. this gift. Let me do my thing. Trust me with mm-hmm. this. And I yep. think that's that can. There's so many things in our society that it's just like, well, we always do this, so we have to do it this way. And it's like and different is amazing. maybe there's a different way to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jared, Jared, and I were talking about this. We were sitting. You know, the five one one is also like a little therapy place. It's like a Zen <laughs> studio. He told us that. Yeah. That's yeah. We man. haven't even. We're not even taping. We'll just, sit down. <laughs> we're around, just sitting dude. down here, scratching our heads one day, talking about this business and five eleven productions, what we're doing with it, and. um Somehow it came up. I don't remember exactly how it came up, but he was talking about what he was done, what he's doing. I said, "Listen, man, you're good at this because you had to be. It's like you're good at coming up with this artwork at the last minute because you've learned throughout your life that, or you, you've been, you've trained yourself because you've had to. Mm-hmm. And everybody's got like my shortcoming is it turns out I got ADHD or ADD. I didn't mm-hmm. learn that until a year ago. So guess what? My whole life I can't find my freaking keys." <laughs> I, I, I'm late for, or I, I'm going to the wrong classroom, mm. or I get a schedule at school and I start to sweat because I can't read it, or it's like too it, much. It it's it's like I, I can't. I have problems with the same thing. Well, it, it it has taught me to be really good at things like empathy, really good at things like understanding what's going on and seeing problems in a whole different way. Because Jared, we've had to come up with solutions to problems that nobody else ever had to because they don't have the damn problem. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, well, you, you'd brought that up to me. And, and I think it was whenever I was writing something out and I'd mentioned how many times going through school that I would want to write something one way and I wouldn't know how to spell a word. So I would rewrite the whole thing. You know I mean, I want to say this, but now I'm saying that meaning they're both meaning the yeah. same thing, but I just knew how to spell those words. So and, and, you know, and, and, and I'd always, Feared work, feared schoolwork, feared, you know, I just, it was just, it was horrible. And it was, uh, I hated the buildings and I just, it just, just brought me down Mm -hmm. and I did everything last minute and I would get through it. And then, and now, like I said, what I thought that was, that was a huge problem. Now in the business world, man, it's a gift because I get thrown that every day. Mm -hmm. And if everything was easy, this I wouldn't be able to do this, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's that's where you were able to communicate because you walked that mm-hmm. path, you've been down that road, and you can understand it. Mm-hmm. Now Billy, he helps people out because if he was my trainer, I'd be scared as shit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude, and he'd be like, "Let's go," and I wouldn't be able to stop yeah. because that did stand over me. Right. But you've got this vibe about you though, Billy, that I can see come through. And I can see how you can work with people because you feel excited and you want them to be as excited as yeah. you. You want to pass it. Yeah, oh, yeah. you got that yeah. passion. You're like, no, no, no. We get there, you're gonna feel it, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, life changing. I've seen a lot of people's lives just change through the workout. Not oh, that, and like yeah. the you know kids. I like coach a lot of kids. I said, and the confidence they dress different, mm-hmm. they yeah. carry themselves different. They talk oh, so to the shoulders. Are bad. I'm yeah. taking four sessions with, with Wild Bill. I'm telling you, and I believe in it. Now you I, get a kid. What's, what, how do you start? I mean, let's just say you get just a 14 like Mon, Just like Mondo said. And just get to know him. Hey, what's going mm-hmm. on? How's school? You know, what's, you know, be a friend. Make, make him him. want to do this stuff. Not, not just, not, hey, I'm we're making gonna go, you do you're going to go lift these weights right now, yeah. and you're going to love it, and you're going to, you know, no, just talk to him. Because most of the kids that come in are, are kids that get bullied, because I'll get kids that are bullied. Yeah. So, so they shy. expect us to be bullies, too, because we're the cool boxers and fighters and so that first they're going to be a little like oh who's this guy my dad's sending me to another person or my mom's sending me yeah to and they've been a few person. trainers already yep. and they're like they're a kid you know just like i don't know what's wrong with them just it's called bringing the dog out we all have it and they yeah. need to know they have it mm-hmm. and uh, just hitting up hitting up pads and getting that steam out and then you can see their wheels are turning they're like mm-hmm. okay this that kid at school is picking on me and, you know, and then they 
they're done, they feel better, you know. So it's just, awesome. I think the start is just getting to know them, getting them sweating, getting them moving. I think what um, sets me and Bill apart huge and what we're similar in and sets us apart from these trainers is they're trying to lift themselves up. So many trainers yeah, want their name to be. You. We love people, man. We love kids, love well, people, it trickles love down. helping people. It's, yeah. it's reward. You feel well, good. you are lifting yourself up, but you're doing it in, itself, in the it's, right it's, way. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a, the reward yeah, of yeah. giving it to somebody else. It's weird yeah. how that works, right? Yeah. Like, we help people, but we feel better doing it. I don't think that's an accident. Yeah, that's yeah. a God's gift, and then somehow the reward then, comes back, and they're going to help somebody, mm-hmm. and then they either yeah. it just trickles down. Um, believe in the universe. We both believe in the universe. Just like we're here today on this podcast, me and Billy will will call each other and we'll say, "Hey, I need to, I need you to put this into the universe because we know it's coming. Mm, like if we put it in the I like universe. That. My life, cha- yeah. I the podcast the thing was me telling him I've been talking about the podcast. So, so how'd that happen? You guys were where? When the, I mean, because Jared tells me a story about somebody doing something, and then next thing uh, you know, you're was, talking about Rogan. Now we're here. We are. Yeah. So, I've Mom been knows, but we're all over the place, man. We got the ideas. I just bought a truck. We're gonna go scrapping and yeah, stuff. We, we don't know. But we just know we're gonna. Have, you know, we're not. We know we're gonna be very wealthy, but because we, we want to help people. Yeah, we, so we, we have ideas. And let's people. be real. We want to make money. Sometimes yeah, we I got a family. Money. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I like I, the track. So he said something about podcasts, and I, I'm like, I watch Rogan and some other ones. I'm like, I don't just don't see myself kind of getting into doing that. You know, I don't know. But he wanted to. do it. He was dead set on it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Shorty, uh, Jason's. Just Jared. Jared. Sorry, Jared. She said something about a podcast. I'm like, that's funny. Mondo said something about it. So, again, I take notes, and that's the universe kind of throwing it back at me. And I, mm-hmm. if anything, help him with it. So, I uh, got a hold of you. I was driving to work, and I'm like, you know what? I don't want to wait. So, I went to your, I knew you were maybe be there. So, I gave my car, told him it was about the podcast, and you called me back and called Mondo excited. He didn't answer. I kept telling him, said, you're going to be loving it, man. He said, and he's excited. So, oh, that's how it worked out. And yeah, he stopped up at, at, at Westerville and uh, mm-hmm. talked to John up there, and he gave him the car, and John John sent it right over to me. And so, I was like, oh, yeah. He's, it just said podcast. And I was like, well, yeah, Billy. I know Billy. Yeah. And I gave you a call, and you were like, oh, man, this is it. <laughs> and you guys have, you know, your journeyman stories. Yeah. I mean, like you said, you have traveled around. You guys have fought. You guys have met multiple interesting people and been in very interesting situations and we all have and it was just kind yeah. of we're just yeah, we have some, telling our story but we right? i don't know why we've been apart i mean not apart but been like in a situations a lot together we always end up back i lived with him in cleveland in a couple months ago working and then he came back to when well, he was in Indy. i've lived in italy but any like we always end up back together somehow Kinda, yeah and we want to find a way where we can work together that's what we've been looking for that's why the picking thing we like to and we're trying to do recycling things we like are oh, you guys doing picking earth. yeah we, we haven't picked anything yeah yet. I, mean, I, <laughs> I, I have i have i bought it i bought it you, love, you, you, you let Amondo find the spot, and then you send in Wild Bill. He's like, oh, pick it up. Like, just, you're just in the bar. He'll be throwing, you just, you just be chucking things it. out, man. Oh, we're the Tasmanian the devil. Yeah. You know, I remember that. That's a good call. Dude. He would just be Tasmanian. That's like, people just things get, coming people out. Just give me stuff, too, man. Show oh, up. Well, of course. You're like, this. Yeah. give me something. Yeah. Yeah. That's Robert, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why we're trying to make a connection with the lawyer, all right? There you go. There you go. But in the meantime, you're still doing training i mean you, yes you, yeah i'm more, i'm at the gym a lot um behind the desk doing classes one-on-one stuff one-on-one stuff but our real thing is the group fitness you know people come in um they want to you know mostly lose weight or tone up if you yep. come to one of those workouts it's intense. it's a ball buster well, it's you, like we said it's till failure you're gonna go in there mm-hmm. and you're gonna have a marathon runner next to you maybe mm-hmm. and you're gonna have a lady that's 30 pounds maybe overweight but they're both gonna get a great workout yep. it's not intimidating we're not judging it's motivating 
but it's it's for real. It's for real. And I've learned, you know, through my different days of working out. I remember, like in high school, you I would work out, and I was it was always sort of I was strong. I always was strong. I wasn't a great athlete, but I was always strong. And then when I later on as an adult, when I started working out more, you realize it's like you if you're not going to fatigue, like to total failure every set. Like you're not, you're not getting, getting out. You're, like you're spending the time, but you're not getting the reward. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that is the reward, and mm-hmm. it's it's a. It was what such learned, a. What I learned from Taito, I thought was really interesting, is think about the fact that we have people come in there who have never broken a sweat. They were in high school. They didn't play sports. They barely participated in gym. So when we tell them to work harder. They have no idea what that even is. Like it hurts. Why would I do that? Yeah, and, and they think they that's, are. that's a good thing. Yeah. They're yeah. looking at us, going, "This is the hardest I've ever worked in my life," and we're like, "You're not even giving us two percent." And their minds are blown. Yeah, but, yeah. But if you've never, well, how do you deal with that, then, man? I mean, it's like you get somebody's never. It's like that's got to be a you're you're doing a careful dance. It then, comes right? to you the, lose them or do you well, positivity? No, it, positivity. You just help them out, find what they're there for. You know, tell them all, they're doing great. Yeah, I think telling them even when they're doing terrible. Well, we were doing amazing. And I give him also just keep moving. Our, too, whole, right? our whole thing keep was give him a free class because you want them to come try. Because you don't know what the heck's going on. You're like boxing. What is it? We have a bunch of heavy bags. They don't know what's going on. So we give them the free class, and I find out it takes more than one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I come in, I was great. But I say come back. I give him a free seven day pass. The next seven days are on us. Come back in as much as you want. They fall in love with it. Like okay, day two, day three, day four. How do I sign up for this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that's when I talk to him. There's no pressure because you um, believe in it. So yeah, so I just I let him come try it for a few times. Like you know, with the personal training, let's do a free one-on-one session. If it works, we'll talk. If not, hey, it's a good time, and mm. I promise you'll have a good time regardless. Yeah, yeah. But if well, it's not in the finances, then it's not. The basics of being a human being too is just like that fight. Oh, At the core, yeah. everyone has that fight. Everybody. And just to yeah. put those gloves on and do those, I mean, it, it comes out of you. Oh, yeah, and you right. feel good It's a done. great feeling. I've done it before, too, to where you think you can't do it. And somehow, so, like you said, that, inner, that, that dog, you just, mm-hmm. you just, I can, I'm, you know, my dad has always told me, if you start a job, you finish it. Mm-hmm. My big thing. You finish it. And sometimes you're going to cry and sometimes it's going to hurt. And sometimes you're not, you're not going to want to, mm-hmm. or you think you don't want to. Until you do it, and once you accomplish it, Afterwards. once you get there, then no then, then you're ready to keep moving there's forward. A, yeah, you there's another it. podcast guy I've been hip to. Not I don't know if it's a, on Instagram that oh, he's like a marine guy, but he, Jocko. I think yeah, he goes when you want to don't want to do something, you do it harder. Dude, this guy's up at four a.m. We were just talking, and, about that, and yeah. that got me kind of. I'm like, you know what? And he he's the one that shows pictures yeah, on his Instagram at like four, three four, thirty yeah, every yeah, morning. I see like, it, and, and that kind of I follow these like motivation guys, and it helps yeah. me. I'm like, you know what? You're right. I don't want to do this today, but I'm gonna go do it. Um, I I'm wish do it harder. I mean, I work hard. I, I've I have a heart. I have two kids. You know, you guys have families. It's like. I'm stressed, but I don't do the things I need to. And that's why I want to ask you guys about your goals and how you have those things mm-hmm. on the wall because Jocko's that way. Mm-hmm. He has – what you're talking about is he has this motivational thing he puts out where he says, you know, a young a young Marine or a SEAL or whatever he is comes to me and says, we got a big problem. We got this problem. And he just goes, good. Mm-hmm. He goes, you, you got an F? He's a nut, right? Yeah. His wife wants to, you know, leave you? Good. Get better. We can it's like it. make get better as a person. And it sounds crazy, but it's like – it really is. When you break it down to that. Well, in sports, particularly, I think, I call combat, fight, and football is like this for me, right? And, you know, there's all these things that, uh, these quotes I heard when I was younger that I didn't really pay attention to, but now I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them was, I still, you've heard me say it a thousand times in our conference room. I was like, what are you going to do now? All right? And it was an old Bo Schembechler quote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, he would always say, because my college football coach was a guy named Bob Tucker. He passed away. Where would you play at? Uh, college of Worcester. Oh, nice. We have some friends play at Worcester. Yeah, there you go. And we were terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and I can't say he was the most phenomenal head coach. I can't say he was the worst, but mm-hmm. it just it didn't it, it was what it was. But he had run he had sort of run with these big dogs. He he coached under Earl Bruce. He, I mean, he's an incredible resume and philosophically very very inspiring that way. And and he used to say, "All right, what are you going to do now?" You know, you just won. What are you going to do now? You just lost. What are you going to do now? You just mm-hmm. got an F. What are you going to do now? You just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, if you ask yourself that question, it really sort of helps point you Transition. back in the right direction. Right. That's, and that's a good point. Rogan has that one, too, where, where he we, talks about be the hero of your own, own movie. For instance, it's a movie. Your life's a movie. You're the main character. What are you going to do next? control, yeah. And, yep. and we focus on the negative so much. Like, that's where I'm at right now, Bill. This is where I'm working on myself. I quit working out for time. I quit working out for miles. I quit. I work out for the feeling, the sweat, the I feeling. I like that. Because now I'm not, for me, the type of person I am, if I set a goal to run three miles at nine minutes, eight minutes, whatever, even if I do it the way I am, I could have went harder. I did that. Sure. Yeah. Instead of me being like, yes, I, I hit my goal. I did. That's not how I am. I'm like, let's do seven and a half. Dude, if I can do that, why didn't I just, why didn't I beat it today? Yeah. And then I have this negative feeling yeah. on my workouts. So I've changed it now. And it's the feeling I'm in it for the sweat, the hard workout, the enjoyment of it. And I'm so much happier. Well, it's enjoying so much the process. You, you just enjoy so the right experience, now. right? Just enjoy the experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is, you know, you said something about goals. You guys actually have goals written down and or yeah. it, it documented. I, I write them. I got this. I was living. I was in a bad spot years and years ago before I got with title. Mondo, I was living in Philadelphia and Mondo said, come stay in my basement. I had to call him for a year. Yeah. So I, I was like, all right. So I slept, stayed in his basement, worked at Tidal a few hours here and there. Um, but we were we watched The Secret, and it mm-hmm. kind of was like, damn, dude, that kind of makes sense. Why else would you think any other way, you know? Mm-hmm. And that really changed. I still think about it today. What is it's, that? The Secret? The Secret, yeah. It's power of positive things. We, we like it. Don't get us wrong. I want to be clear. We're not like, it's not 100%. It's our Bible. No, we get it. You guys are flakes. There's, parts, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's parts of it that, that are is, undeniable. It stuck with me. Yeah. Undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like Scientology or something? No. I'm just kidding. I get the money, I'm but, in. Uh, <laughs> but I tried it. This is a crazy story. I tried it one time. Um, so I got in the title boxing business. I was a part owner of a mm-hmm. club out in Indianapolis, and it was a struggling club. And I had a goal. I said, I want to have the best club in the country in one year. It was a high goal, right? It was struggling. Yeah. A year to that day. I had the top club in the country to the day of the year. 365 days later, yeah. my club was number one in the country. And I posted on, I wrote it on on my mirror. And I'm like, this is crazy. How can I do that to the day? And I and it's like, because I saw it every day. You put it out put there. It, yeah. Yeah. And then I wrote a check yeah, for myself. Yeah, yeah. And I put it, you know, like a million dollars. I took it down because I don't want that to be my focus and the money, right? But yeah. you still got to have that, I think, you know, but you got to figure out. Can't be strictly money motivated, but well, some of the best people I've met and and know and respect, it's not the person that's driving the Mercedes in the huge house. You know what I mean? It's just the person that deep down inside is happy. Yeah, yeah. The vision board stuff, it definitely works. I think you see it enough and you talk about it enough, and well, we always say too, we're good people. That's what I always say. No matter where we're at, what we do, we're good people that care about people and trying to help people. The universe loves us. The universe wants to see us succeed. That's why I always tell it. The universe is trying to help us, but you got to take those steps. You get tenfold back. Yeah, and you got to take the steps, though. That's why the secret misses something to me. Yeah. You can sit at home and be as positive as you want. That's not how it works. You got to put the steps with it. And then the math adds up. I think everything's kind of mathematical in the world. You start putting your deposit in, your deposit in there, and the universe will come give you the stuff. It falls. 
we're at a podcast right now because I've been depositing. I changed a few things. I feel this is why I'm here right now. I was doing things wrong, whatever it was, you know, not being who I wanted to be. Billy's always there for me, gives me a few things. He helped me get a few things in place to where I started to get myself back. And what happens? A month later, I'm sitting in front of a microphone doing what I want to do. Yeah. I want to reach people, help people, spread messages. And there's a lot to be done in the podcast world about that. And it's funny you talk about goals that way. You know, Jeff, I was at a seminar. There's a, I guess this is, there's a, there used to be something called the American Bar Association Journal. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't even read it anymore, but uh, in there was a guy who wrote this, um, he used to write stories in it and try to make some, like teach you stuff on how to try cases by writing stories or whatever it was. It was, it was just sort of a, a fiction thing. But I went to one of his seminars one time and he spent the first 20 minutes just sort of talking. And uh, he goes, hey, you know what, let me ask everybody a question. Let me see a show of hands. Who here has a goal? You know, we're all looking at each other like, look, man, I got my paper over here. And I got, it was before laptop or phone. So it was like I'm reading a newspaper and I'm like, goal, huh? And I, I'm watching, and I, I, I'm usually not the guy that participates in that sort of speaker interaction stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm just looking around, you know, a couple hands maybe went up. All right. How many people have ever set a goal in their life? And the, the number of hands that went up was astoundingly low. And, I, yeah. and whether it's because of lack of participation, but I don't think it was. I think it was because people are like, well, what the hell? You know, here I am. I got my law practice. I'm doing what I'm doing. And he's like, no, no, no. I mean it. How many people have ever set a goal? Mm-hmm. And then maybe a few hands go up. All right. Now, let me ask you this next question. What have you done to try to achieve that goal? Have you written down the things that you need to do to achieve it? And there was, it was a remarkable, it was probably 15 years ago. I remember like it was yesterday. And I was like, like, you know, that's a really interesting point. It's like, how many people in the world really have a goal? And if they, you know, it might be, look, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go, I'm going to go lose weight. And I used to say this all the time. I, I'm going to lose weight. All right. What's your plan? You know? <laughs> Where's step one? Yeah. What mm-hmm. are you going to do? And, and maybe the act of just writing it down, like, all right, make this call, do this, do this, do this, do this, mm-hmm. and it'll happen. You're sitting in a place right now because, in a lot of ways, of that seminar. It's like, all right, we want a podcast studio. What do we have to do to get that done? Came down in just two months ago. This was this place was a dump, right? I'll say again, yeah. beautiful. Now. How many shows awesome. you guys done? How many shows? We just busted fifty, right? Fifty. 50 you guys did fifty. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's more in the lot, can. Man. Oh yeah. But it's a, it's like you set this goal. Now here you are. Now some of it. Sometimes you're talking about giving and giving back. But I, I, I would, I would venture. A philosophy on that that it's more than just you guys intuitively it sounds like are setting goals and part of that for you is putting in place the plan to reach them because you didn't just write on your mirror i'm going to be the best in this mm-hmm. in in the country you wrote it on the mirror and you're going to be the best in the country but you had a plan on how to get that done you didn't just look at it every day and say yeah i gotta get that mm-hmm. but you actually have to act on it so if you want to lose weight you got to call Billy and say, I'm going to go train with him mm-hmm. and then set a plan in place. Like it, it, it makes sense. So it's just well, it's those little moments, right? It's those little moments when you got your workout shoes on. And if my, if my wife is listening to this, she's going to be like, well, you haven't worked out forever. <laughs> but it's those moments. When I'm laying on, in my bed you know? at 5 a.m., the alarm's going off. I get up and I'm like, all right, decision. 
do I surf my phone for Instagram to see what's going on, or do I stand up and do some push-ups, or do I walk right. around the block or jog or do whatever, just move? That's yeah. why I loved, you know, I, I when Connor brought Connor McGregor, one of the probably everybody knows who that is. Yeah, he brought in so. one of these movement coaches. Mm-hmm. And oh, he yeah. talked Playing about touch, like they call it touch butt. He, he yeah. talked about <laughs> getting up though and like just getting his body going yeah, before he did anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to wake it up. And there's another book I've been reading. Um, man, you guys probably know the guy. It's the guy that owns on it. Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. So Aubrey was basically, he put in a book, great book. I forget the name of it, but it, it's his only book if you want to look it up. But he put together this book where it's the perfect day. So it's like, yeah, so I can't do all this every day, mm-hmm. but this is what my perfect day would be like. And I mean, it's from like, when you get up in the morning, you're chugging 12 ounces of water with a little bit of Himalayan sea salt yeah. because your body needs to retain the water yeah. early on. That's He's like, why do we suck down a bunch of coffee and get into a hot shower? He's like, the body needs sunlight to oh, open yeah. up. Yeah, so the body goes, needs a nice cold, cold wake up. I've and been I've been doing Hoff. that. Yep, the I'll be on, it, 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 oh, the Wim Hof. Yeah, the Wim Hof. I've, yeah. Both of oh, us yeah. are on that. Dude, it gets, Wait, it is. It is, oddly, it is oddly addicting. Change At life. first, I hated it, but yeah. you start warm, and then you, then you finish the it. last five well, minutes. So start warm, then turn it cold, mm-hmm. okay. and start and finish off cold. And it's just this burst in your body. It's like your body knows I'm waking up. up. I'm, I'm waking it. up. You know what I mean? It's definitely the Wim Hof stuff. And I think, I think me back too. a ton. Always, I'm obsessed with ancient cultures and ancient civilizations and everything. Uh, what's it? Cyclical. Mm-hmm. So things come back around or whatever. But they were so much smarter than us in so many ways. It blows my mind. But did they have hot water? They did in some places. It's a cold shower. But for the well, they had hot water in some places actually, which is remarkable. But for the most part, it was cold showers because that's what we needed. Yeah, everything in this world is perfectly set up, and then we screw yeah. it up, and yeah. then we try to make it <laughs> yeah. our way. We're like, yeah, yeah. I know you had a way, but our way is better. Yeah. we're just gonna sit on the couch, take hot showers, and eat hellos. And that's why I'm kind of getting happy. into fasting because yeah. back in the oh, day, you didn't have huge. three meals. Hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you might not eat for a day, and that's fine. What's your, your body? Your window. Are you doing like the window like Dude, that? again, my wife is laughing because I'm yeah. going to eat pizza and I'm going to drink a Dude. beer tonight or whatever. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? It's like uh, I like I it, we're it's hard for us to eat eat lunch. I've been trying to get some breakfast in me just to start, but something like just small. I'll do like a few sausages or some eggs, mm-hmm. just protein to start, and yeah. then a lot of water. And I like espresso. And I do a little bit of espresso, but I usually will not eat a lunch. Today I brought down a little power bar. Sometimes I do yeah. that. Didn't eat a lunch I yesterday. You eat this here. Oh, oh, I know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The hottest, the, the hottest chip. chip, man. Hey, anybody, it's fair game, dude. I, I put think, it over my wild bill. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it'll, ruin, it'll ruin your yeah. ruin your day. But I'd like to. I don't know. It's just sitting next. You can see, it, and probably everybody in the room room can see. I have. To me, that inside of me to to do those sort of disciplined acts, mm-hmm. and I don't do it for some reason. We, and that's why I love talking. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know if it's fighting. No, that's why you hire no, Wild Bill. That's why I hire. No, and that's the thing. I didn't, didn't mind to be honest with us too, man. I went through, and I'm just now. There's times where I go two weeks without doing anything, and I'm I'm I did my body weight stuff. They, I'm considered a little overweight. I want to. I need to lose 15. Yeah. Days. So it's not like oh, I'm doing all this stuff. Same stuff, man. I'm normal. Yeah. And there's days I don't, I get my own funk and I'm like, but then I, I get motivated and I go on a run. Yeah. I'm going to Miami. You brought up something fascinating to me, which I think a lot of people could, could, could learn from, Mm -hmm. which is I stopped setting, I stopped putting numbers to it. Like, 
I'm 210 pounds. I really want to be 180 pounds. No, you want to be happy. You want to be happy, healthy. You're eating the the right foods. You're finding more energy. That's the thing you got to have. Because what's Rogan always say? Your body is a machine. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Are you going to put, you know, not change the oil on a Lamborghini and just run it in the ground? Or are you going to treat it? Your body's the best machine you can have. Make a goal of doing it. Say, I'm going to do this for seven days straight. Mm -hmm. Rain, snow, shine. I'm going to do this for seven days. And then you're like, okay, I did it. Boom. That's a goal. Most of the time when you get to the end of that, you don't want to stop. You don't want to yeah, like, well, I wanted to run you feel uh, every day for 30 days. I think I hit the first week I was on fire and yeah. I fell off a little bit, but last yeah. night I, I didn't want to run, but I did. Um, See, I'm a, I, I'm a dreamer. I don't want to say I, I set my goals too high, mm-hmm. but like even last year I was sitting there and I was researching Ironman. Be like, man, maybe I could do, maybe yeah. I could do an Iron. Let's man. work you know on five I mean? miles. <laughs> yeah. it's like, and then I got, I got my my side ache after a mile. It's like, man, this is maybe I could do a five k. <laughs> yeah. Mud run, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah so a fun true. mud run, yeah. yeah. But it, I, you know, well, it's what you need to do. See, he's going to give you his contact information. I know. Millions. I do. I do. Right. And that's why I, I keep talking tape. about how we hold each other. It's so important to have somebody. To have <laughs> there, there we go. Right here. Here we go. Here we go. See, there it is. Oh, ready to go, dude. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, yeah, got first you, shot free. I love it. So I'm in Hilliard. I'm in Hilliard, though, man. I got a trip. You're already are finding you? excuses. No, I'm not in Hilliard. No, that's oh, why I said. I'm in Hilliard. Oh, I'm like, yeah. Oh, well, I, I, you got to get to the bill, bro. You got to get to the bill. There's an option in Hilliard. There's uh, a title boxing the, there. Not title. I will tell you what. In Hilliard, there's I, I, I a walk, better option. Eric Asher. Yeah, I walked uh, into this like, yeah, store, man. You guys. It's well, clean. Oh, yeah. He pointed it out. Though. Yeah. He's got his windows perfect. Oh, yeah. It's clean. The doors are open there. I mean, I walked in your, your store today. It's the first time I've been in. And, man, Mom's. you had it set up, man. It looks good. You had a class going. Mm-hmm. I saw those ladies working hard. Mm-hmm. I saw you. You know what I mean? I was greeted whether they knew me or not. You mm-hmm. know, and, and like I say, your whole place was clean. Your stoop was swept out front. Your mat was clean. It mm-hmm. looked Look like a welcoming place. That's important. That's mm-hmm. important. And that's who else to do it but me. Like I, anyway, I listen to your podcast. That's, like I'm gonna, yeah. like I'm not gonna ask. I'm just gonna go do it. It's not taking. The, yeah. And when people see you do it, they're like, oh, well, that's cool. You know, I don't ask anyone to do anything. The thing I clean the bathrooms. Is, I don't need it. I'll do it. Thing that kills the business is absentee ownership. From my experience, you know, when, that's it. When because you can't. Me and Bill cared about my club when I was running the clubs, and Bill was like my right hand man. We cared about them like we owned them. We didn't. But once we left, our owner thought his sons, who actually had more ownership than we ever did, were going to care about it like he did, and they didn't. Right. And it just crumbled to where they have one, and it's not really doing well. well a few point. years back, me and Butch, me and mm-hmm. me and uh, Billy's dad, we were, we were, I ran into you up in Indiana. We had dinner together. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you came in. We were sitting there eating chicken wings. And you were, you were, you were pumped yeah, up, man. Chicken and then there was, <laughs> there was there was there was some. I don't know. She was a waitress there or something. You're like, where you been? Yeah, She's yeah. Like, I'm coming in tonight. You're like, all right, I'm going to be there. Yeah. And you were handing out your cards. You were just talking to everybody, and you've got energy. That's what I, I mean, and energy. you pass it off, uh-huh. man. You definitely have got that energy uh-huh. going. But I could tell that when you, she was a bartender there, a waitress or something. Mm. I when she saw you, she mm. she got pumped up, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to be in there tonight." And you're like, oh, yeah. "Well, I'm going to be in oh, there yeah. tonight." Mm-hmm. And you're like, "Get ready." Uh-huh. You <laughs> thought, you were, I think you were fired up. You're like, last time you, you thought know, it was tough. You're yeah. like, "You get ready." You got to come to one of my classes, man. There's an hour oh, long. I'd love to. You guys, you're all going to come. Dude, we're kind of we should, you know, what we do. It? We should do it, and we're gonna bring, we're gonna go off the record there. We're gonna bring yeah. the, uh, we're gonna That's bring the cameras. Idea. You guys are gonna yeah. love it, man. You'll oh. be like, what the? See, hell? I've always wanted to. I just wanted these guys. I'm, I'm like I a, no I'm like a dreamer. A I read, show. yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? I had no idea we're making comedy show. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> trust me. When you, when you, uh, wait till you see me punching. Let us work with you for five minutes. That's the fun thing about it. No one's in there. Like, look at everyone. Like me, I'm swinging like crazy. I sweat, snot flying. Yeah. And I'm taking an either. Like this guy's. 
struggle because I take the classes now too because I want to get my and it works. So I'm like, they see me in the classes. Yeah. So I we hire, I go as hard as I can, man. Like he's saying, we hire trainers that don't really knew what didn't really know what they were doing because I would tell we can't teach you personality. I can teach me and Bill teach anybody how to look the part of boxing, but for a trainer, we can't teach people to care about people. You can't yeah, some teach of, somebody some that. Some fighters are the most ego, you know, the oh. most flaky egos. Find, so I could, I would find these people out of shape, different people that loved people, could carry relationships, yeah. and I turn them into a trainer. I can teach yeah. that part. I can't teach. But you have to have ego a little bit to do it. I mean, yeah. I oh, think yeah. of another sport in the world. I mean, this is back to gladiators. To. Yeah. You you guys have sat across the ring and somebody wants to knock your head off or choke you un- unconscious, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I'm sorry, you're a football player. To me, there's no moment in football. I played basketball. I played golf. Mm-hmm. There's no moment in golf. But I'm saying <laughs> to be in that moment, there's nobody behind you. Yeah. It's you what? and him, you and her and her, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like. That's that's the it thing. takes a special kind of person. Well, for me, it was always e- that was kind of easy for me. But then that's funny because people well, see, that's thought, what I mean. But that's, I was crazy for fighting. I'm like, I think not that's crazy, easy. but I mad respect for his military people who sign up for that. Absolutely, stuff. that's a fight. Like, I'm going to live after this. I'm going to go in there and throw yeah. some punches. There was a UFC fight. Shake hands. Say that, but you a guy don't that, always live just to be clear. yeah. But a guy that goes There's some to people boxing, that have got you can die fighting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. UFC fighter. I married my wife. I had this serious conversation. Like, I love this sport. There, you know, I could be different in the future. If we're going to get married, you have to be okay with that, because I'm not going to subject anybody to that that doesn't know it up front. You know, you got. But yeah, that was always to me. I thought was wild. People sign up for that and then you know fight for our country. That's I. You know, it's interesting because my dad always used to say this: like uh, one of the things that he thinks has screwed up our our youth is that, uh, particularly maybe with males, is that. He and when he grew up, he had to go to the military. Everybody did their mm-hmm. two years. They just did, mm-hmm. and it it wasn't, and it wasn't because you had nothing else to do. It wasn't because you uh, you were had misfit or you had student loan. It's like everybody just did it. Now some people chose to do it after they went to college. Some people chose before and then they got to college. But whatever it was, but everybody did, and that sort of took everybody into this spot where, like you're talking about, Billy. It's like now. It's. I mean, maybe it didn't happen to you that you had to go to war, but you could have, and you're trained for it, and you had that discipline instilled in oh, you yeah, at a very young age. With a, with a ready to rock. But, mm-hmm. I told you I was ready. Nine eleven, I'd have ran right out in the grass and That's fought incredible. a man with a gun. I wouldn't care. Yeah. And then think of all the people like in 1940. Oh man. Yep. You know, and and just a whole generation of folks, men and women, really, who just went and fought that war. I mean, they would. It's like they were just everyday dudes and gals, mm-hmm. and you're they're watching people mm-hmm. die next to you. I mean, that's an How incredible much did thing. That develop them, like you're talking about. Gave yeah, them, gave them so much that we lack now. I read this book. It was uh, Stephen, and we've talked about. It. I was a history guy, but it's like before the war, people would go off to colleges, and then they'd, they'd sort of get hazed, right? They put little stupid beanies on and whatever. <laughs> and then he told this story. It's like after the war, all these all these combat vets come back, and they try to put beanies on, and they're like. <laughs> Listen, dude. Yeah. I'm wearing your freaking baby. Yeah. Right. No. I'm going to class. Uh-huh. I'm going to finish my degree. I'm going to go buy this house. I'm going to raise my family. So and this world's never going to have to do this shit again. Right. Yeah. And that's, that was the attitude they had. They were totally different people. But yeah. the common denominator, even now, is the stuff you're talking about with the, with, with the kids. And you've talked, we've talked a ton about how to raise kids. I got two little girls that are spoiled and. One on the way. Yeah. Oh, dear. Congratulations, yeah, thanks, man. man. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Another girl? Yeah. That's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. I deserve it. I love yeah. girls. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, yeah, like, 
It's well, a gift I mean, for you sure. know, but you know what I'm saying? I love my little girls, and, and if I have a third, I hope it's another girl because I'm not going to take care of girls. Amen. You know what I mean? You, you could have had the crew like the Vons. Yeah. Oh my five God. boys. Yeah. Five Bonds. Not just five, boys. Five, five Bonds, right? But five, there's that. Five wild pit bulls. <laughs> I mean, they are all pit bulls. Oh, I mean, including your, your dad. I mean, that's where oh, your dad, your dad oh, is the top pit bull, man. It all comes from. It trickles down and it gets less less. Do your dad like that, and he will rip your head off. so now I like the record to show. I see him now. I used to Bill will tell you I'd be oh, like, we were all over there. I'm just like now you see him and he's this nice he's smiling. But that's what you need I'll to, to raise a kid yeah. that knows what they're doing. That yeah. common denominator. You Five know what of mean? these so, guys, he had to beat beat them every <laughs> oh, day. Yeah. Oh my he god, was, yeah. he was rough. But you know how to take care of yourself. You might have had hard times. Yeah. But yeah. you but you get back up you on your feet. Yeah. And then you know how, what I mean, how about his sisters? I mean, and you were to school them all. I couldn't I couldn't imagine a boy a boy trying to ask ask one of those girls out because that would be the scariest thing ever because you'd be like I'm not even gonna I've had to do much you know they take they're they're good girls and they and they're and they take care of them but I'm always a phone call away you know (laughs) yeah I know that's where it's at so but you talk about Jocko before Jocko was uh he had this guy on his podcast military guys we were talking about the military and he was telling a story about how he went through the the military and he he got I mean it's a great listen it's like three hours long he tells his entire story he gets messed up but his dad, just the way he raised him, like he 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 said, I'm not going to call you guys. When I'm over there, I'm not going to call you. Don't take offense to that. I just, I'm doing some stuff that is going to be really hard and I don't want to even think about home. Mm-hmm. I'll see you when I get back. Mm-hmm. And he was going in and he had this, um, this sergeant, I forget what his name was, but the guy, he knew it was going to be a good day if the guy was an ass because <laughs> that's how it was. It was that, mm-hmm. that discipline. He'd be like, you know, good morning, Sergeant Smith. And he'd be like, fuck you. He's you know like, what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like he'd be like, "Oh man, it's gonna be a good day." <laughs> yeah. He's in a good mood today. Oh, yeah. And he said, "I got." I woke up and I said, "Sergeant Smith, good morning, sir." And he goes, "Good morning." And I was like, "What's going on, man? <laughs> like, why right? is he? Yeah, why is he acting like that?" He goes, "Something we are going into this mission." And I called my dad and I said, "Hey, Dad, I'm going, going into something." You know what his dad's response was? Why are you calling me? Why are you calling Focus. me? He's like, "I just wanted to hear I love you." Da, da, da. Yeah. And he goes. Go do what you're gonna do, and you come home. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, just wow. that, that discipline to yeah. say. And even in that time, I'm sure his dad got off the phone and cried his eyes yeah. out. You know what I mean? But it's like he he, he knew, and it's the stuff you've been hitting on. It's mm-hmm. like he knows, and I, I struggle with it, man. In this mm-hmm. society with iPhones and iPads, oh, and I mean everybody's mm-hmm. spoiled. You know what I mean? And. I struggle. I, I want to have a girl thing, right? that can stand on. I want my Stella and my Charlotte to stand on their own two feet right. when, when it comes time. And that's why I like talking about it on here. It's so therapeutic because I get ideas. Well, and I'll say one thing. Don't be scared of the technology either, though, because I have a lot of parents. Well, I don't let my kid watch it at all. You're hurting your kid. You think the future doesn't have technology? You're right. I say yeah. it all the time. They need to be fluent yeah. on these things. They need to be good. But controlling it it's got to be yeah oh it's got to be rules right the rules are going to change moderation Moderation. i climbed a lot of trees when i was a kid go freaking climb a tree man let's go play tag let's go catch fireflies yeah as long as you're making sure your kid does that then the technology we try to mix it in technology can't become their real world because that's what people are getting scared of now is like these kids would rather live in that world to where the some people think the future is like virtual reality. Well, they do. And this is, Jared, you were here. Jared and I were here working at the 511. Mm-hmm. See, it looks great right now. Two days ago, this paneling was ripped off. We were running into a light. We were doing uh, stuff. So this on the weekends. I come shoot. in here and I, I just tear into this place and, and make it better. And We got one Billy day, and Armando coming. We got to <laughs> make it look good. We got to make this place look good. look a lot nice. <laughs> well, I have my youngest in here. 
And uh, what were we doing that day? We were hanging up that TV out there. I forget what we were doing. We had to get something done. And mm-hmm. he was in one of his sort of moods. He was, he was watching a World War II movie. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I, I asked him, it's like, what, all right, man, we're leaving. What do you want to do? He wanted to go fishing. I was like, sold to a little man <laughs> four feet tall, right? It wasn't then, like an hour later you sent That's me a awesome. picture. How bingo, sweet. bango. He's got, got a fish. He's yeah. got it there. You sent it to right, me. He's got a catfish hanging from the man. line. I'm just like, you know, that's the that's the trick, right? And he's mm-hmm. uh it is so he's got the tech now he's sitting there watching TV and on his screen mm-hmm. or doing whatever. But if you if your kid wants to go do something like go fishing Try or go hunting it. or go climb a mountain or walk a trail or yeah. or learn about uh wildflowers, whatever it is, mm-hmm. something outside, go do it because 100%. it's not virtual reality out there. It's real. And mm-hmm. and I think this is what's getting people to our office, Jeff. This is what's happening. Yeah. Kids are not learning how to screw up and so protect and yeah. learn what to do next. They don't have to answer that question. What are you going to do now? Because mom and dad are answering it. Everybody gets a trophy. It's wild. My my daughter had a soccer coach that I think changed her. This was last season, but he was hard on them. And their little girl, he was still hard on him. He's like, what did you say? Get back on the line and do what I told you to do. Like, And and it was good. It was firm. He cared about him. He he did. But he fell into the trap at the end, man. Everybody got a medal. And I remember thinking... It's my daughter's first medal, man, and I get it, man. She it. she did it, but I wanted her to really earn it. And again, yeah. I'm not I'm not putting that down, but that's where Just we're away. that's where we're going. I didn't throw it away. Okay. I should have. <laughs> Billy's like, Billy's like, man, burn that. So, well, so you said earlier, Billy, yeah. talk about your brother. About yeah. how many times did he lose before? Oh, he won? years. He went year. He'd cry, and I because he cared. He my other brother would lose and go eat a hot dog. He didn't care. <laughs> but Jake would cry, and, I, and I'd be like, dude, you can lose, but do not cry. It was embarrassing. And he yeah. was he wasn't too young. He was. 12 or you know I don't want to embarrass him but he was about 12 and he just get emotional he wanted to win so bad sure um, and it just clicked and he was started he winning but he, end, he ended up winning yeah he's a I national mean, champion yeah, he's, now, he's, what's, what's say? I mean yeah. he's not just a winner he's like a winner winner check it out <laughs> so he's a cool story too I'd love to have him on he, we're uh, gonna do it he uh, went to college at Ohio State was a national champion they interviewed him after he won his national championship and they, he goes he goes, I want to be a Buckeye and I'm like, oh, I wish you'd go to a small. No, we're school. talking wrestling, right? Yeah, wrestling. So yeah. you got a scholarship. That's to a heck of a wrestling team. But as you know, it's hard to keep on board on there. Oh, yeah. First. Competitive. He got into some bad stuff, Ninja got Ball. back into the world and construction, drinking, partying, fighting a lot. He got stabbed, almost died. Um, it's like Darren Till. He's story. got a hell of a story. Got a great story. story. Yeah. And so now he got back into Otterbine wrestling. Um, now he's going to be a police officer. He's over doing his training him. now. But uh, now they have a GRIT award, the Jake Vaughn GRIT award. And they, that's always going to be there. So really? Yeah, yeah, Otterbein. Wow, yeah, that's so awesome. There was some national, somebody did a story on him, right? Yeah, they had a cool video. I yeah, couldn't really watch really, all the really, ESPN is 50 50, right? Yeah, yeah. 50 50, 20 20, 30 30, 30 yeah. 30. 30 for 30. On Jake? No. Yeah. They didn't. No, they didn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't ESPN. Whichever. It was nice, though. It was like it was like that esque type of. Yeah. When I Googled it, I Googled ESPN and it came up. Well, shit. I didn't know it was that big. I don't think it was that big. It was. I'm like, damn. So you Google that. I don't know. Yeah, I wish we had it. Can we Google it? We can. But no, long story short, no, he had a great story. Good story, man. And we'll get to it. And we'll get to it. But he's back on track. No, your brother's great, man. Yeah, yeah. So you guys both, now you guys have both been in the fighting world and it's sort of behind you on some. Yeah, in some way, it's like you're not getting back in the ring. It will always be a part of it. And I've been looking, I've been looking at doing some uh, bare knuckle boxing. That's kind of making a comeback. A little John L. Sullivan. Well, yeah, gentleman Jim. You can be gentleman Jim. It's intriguing, but I don't know if I'll. I'll It's too much damage can be done. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just we're soft retired. Yeah, all we We need is a good option. If I, yeah, 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 who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't want to mark it out the window. But what was your last professional fight? Uh, 
I can't. My sense of time is so. Google it. Five years ago, maybe. Five, five years. Or six. Was it longer? Was it longer than that? See here. When's the last time you boxed? It was. Yeah, you can look me up on. Ago or something on ESPN. Ninety days ago on ESPN. It was on CBS. No, it was on. So it's not really behind you. This was on regular time, bro. It, I fought a bronze, uh, Bulgarian yeah, bronze medalist. You on told three us the story. You're like, yeah. tell, tell us how this happened. Oh, yeah, man, so uh, I was training a little bit. You know, I always stay training a little bit, and I got a call to fight this Bulgarian bronze medalist. And me and Billy are a little crazy. Um, and we watch him, and we're not impressed. It's for it's Bulgarian slow, bronze slow, medalist. Flat footed. Yeah, I, don't, I could beat him. Don't even look I like said, I can fight this guy. Yeah, how heavy was he? What, what weight class? Uh, cruiser weight. So, but I couldn't even make that weight. So I called him. I weighed two thirty three when I or two thirty four when I got the phone call to fight at one ninety nine. Three weeks later, and so I I kind of talked about it. I didn't go for it right away. So uh, almost half a week went by where I'm eating Taco Bell. I'm up to no good eating sweets. And I get another call and the price has gone up. And I'm now I'm like, oh, my family could share this burrito. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I know some techniques. It's called water loading. You can look it yep. up. You know, there's ways yep. to lose a lot of weight quick. It's a little bit. I'd done it There's in the past. It's dangerous, right? If you don't properly well, yeah, refuel we'll, we'll and properly rehydrate. You don't properly refuel and properly rehydrate. But I'd done this multiple times a couple months out. I usually do it a couple months, a month out, not two weeks. So we'd lose the weight. I mean, I'm, but I know I'm not going to make one. I love how you say we, too. Yeah, it's like you guys are a team. A team. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was hard so, to do that. But. Was he eating burritos next to you while you were doing this? No, he does pretty decent. Yeah. He's He does love bean burritos. Five, five. bean burritos. Oh, that's that's a story for later. <laughs> five. <laughs> I ate five bean burritos one time. I, could, I didn't believe we're in the We're in the drive-thru at Taco Bell. I didn't believe him. What, you want five beans? Drunk, so drunk, like, head just hanging. Five bean burritos. I wanted five. Extra I got hot sauce. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, what do you want? Five bean. I'm like, you you can get whatever, bro. Five bean burritos. But he might have a little Latino in him. Um, and then so so I'm gonna, so I finally decide to take the fight. I'm like, I'm taking the fight, you know. So this is a bronze medalist from Bulgaria. That's yes, the list. Olympic yeah, bronze a, medalist, gotcha. Bulgarian. He looks saw. like he, he looks like if Rocky and Ivan Drago had a kid. So he's both. He's, yes, he's, he's a lumberjack. He's got the dark hair and look, but he's a monster, and he's probably out in the snow chopping wood while I'm, like, running a few miles in water loading. <laughs> right. So it, I did <laughs> water loading. Yeah, I sparred a couple times. I mostly good, water loading. Sparring was good. Yeah, I mean, this is just a boxing match, too, yes, right? just boxing. It's not like kickboxing or anything like so, that. We go there, and the first thing is you'll learn about fights. This is kind of where the journeyman interesting stories come. They put us up in a hotel. Oh, that's awful nice. You know, you think it's going to be good. They put us up at the hotel at the airport. So if I wanted to get anywhere, it was going to take me an hour. Chicago, Chicago. O'Hare oh, Airport. In Chicago, yeah. yeah. I'm, if I want to get out of the airport, I got to get an Uber. It's got to show up. It's got to get through all this traffic. So I had to eat what was there. I didn't have. Normally, I would go get very particular food that i ref that i've refueled with for like 10 what? plus what, years what, what's a, what's a... avocados you know raw chicken uh easily digestible things raw chicken not eating no raw. no you no. cook it did i say raw chicken yeah yeah i think fresh. i know what happened to yeah. this fight i i'm sorry i meant like grilled chicken not yeah yeah fried, not yeah you don't put all the crap on. Yeah. but anyway so i couldn't control what i ate i had to eat what they had and it was hard that type of food where it has all these seasonings all and i had been eating nothing oh. so that's the real factor that put me where i was i forgot to tell you normally i only don't eat or drink for 24 hours 
I did that for 48 for this fight because I had to. I had no option, you know, if I wanted to get same day weigh in or is it the day, day before? before? Okay. But, we hydrate right after. but I didn't have normally I have a certain type of water, a lot of it. Sometimes I had IVs, which is legal and not legal in certain places. UFC, no, right? It no, just, no it, IVs de- it depends. Yeah. But I, I started getting IVs. That's a world of difference. My last three times water loading, I had an IV. So this time I don't. And I don't eat or drink for 48 hours. And you're eating a cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. I had I, yeah, right, five bean burrito. No, I had uh, like spaghetti with tons oh. of, you know, because you want pasta. But normally yeah. I would eat plain pasta, literally plain, maybe a little bit of sauce if I need it. But I'm not like that. I salad, lots of vegetables. They didn't have the options. I was kind of stuck. And they want that. They know that. That's by design. So we go to weigh-ins. I'm already 48 hours in. I'm miserable, but I'm still putting on the show. I know how it works. And so they are putting on their so show. TV cameras, a whole nine yards. Oh, yeah. Watch I talked to Teddy yeah, Atlas. Yeah. Oh, I talked to Teddy Atlas. He goes, uh, he looks at me and goes, man, you're an honest guy. Because I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating anything. I'm real. I, I try to teach kids that. If you're real with people, if you tell them your problem, when it comes up, nobody can be mad at you. Yeah, right. I yeah. told you. I told my wife I was needy. So when I tell her I need it, like when I'm being needy, you going to complain to me? Yeah. You signed up. <laughs> this is who I am. So I'm talking to Teddy. He, you know, he talks about how honest I am. And uh, we go to weigh-ins. They don't even start weigh-ins three hours late. So now I'm in 50, 50 oh. plus hours of not eating or drinking. This is all by design. They knew I was having trouble making weight. So now I'm getting angry and I'm yelling. I'm yelling at the commission I'm because I'm angry. Well, this you know, was their I'm guy not, that they're trying to build. Like, yeah, he was, yeah. They flew we were the co-main they, event. Yeah, you're flying into there to fight their guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they're purposely doing all this and I know it and I start getting fired up. So finally they get us going. We weigh in, square off the whole deal. Um you get the pictures like the yeah oh yeah. I was in his face I'm trying to remember I always say something to him oh I told him and he they were right I was like I, I guess I'm supposed to be scared of you huh and he's just you know they're kind of caught off guard because I'm not scared I've never been I got that probably from my friend Wild Bill or my dad <laughs> too but I wasn't scared of him at all in any way and and I still believe if we had had a proper camp and I would have been totally refueled I would have lost the fight but I would have looked good I wasn't beating the Bulgarian bronze medalist okay not at that point but I would have yeah. looked good I would have impressed some people so now I weighed in so now I need to drink so now I'm starting to try to drink meanwhile usually I have an IV where you feel totally different just water or you do like Pedialyte or like a little Pedialyte I had some Pedialyte and water and I'm trying to drink enough I didn't get enough down. I I didn't. I don't even think I made it close to half. Because your body can down. only take so much at one at time, time yeah. right? You Other than it just goes out. Slowly take yeah. it in, and yeah. I'm trying to eat, and I'm trying to. So it was, and I was working out in the sauna and the hot tub up until weighing too. To drop so every. Still losing weight at that yeah. last second. So then Did you weigh one ninety nine. Is that no? I got the weight moved up to like two oh eight or something. We agreed oh, okay. upon. So I still lost, you know, almost thirty pounds. Well, about wow. thirty pounds in two weeks, and then so then after weigh ins. The next day I wake up and I don't feel right. But like you've talked about, we're gladiators. Yeah, what, what are you going to do now, right? Am I going to go tell Bill, hey, man, something feels off? Yeah. No. <laughs> I, t- I tell myself you're fucking wrong. Yeah. You know, no, I feel amazing. 
I'm yeah. ready to go beat a Bulgarian bronze medalist. That's what I start pumping myself up with. Yeah, you got to do this now. And yeah. you run on adrenaline so far. It carries you. You know, I'm running adrenaline. Still haven't eaten close to it. Because then day of the fight, I don't like to eat a lot, but I needed to. I yeah. didn't realize I needed yeah. still to refuel, but I couldn't because I do not like to go into a fight with a lot inside me. I like to be well-fed, nourished prior, and then go yeah. into the fight running off that. So we get into the fight. Uh, bell rings. Hold on. Can I back up? Yeah. Give me back some. up real quick. Oh, we were in the back. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the back and I had to take the next day there. I had to drive in with my brother. He was going to Chicago for a UFC fight. So I said, I got, I can't miss this fight. So I'm going to go the same day of the fight. Drove down with him and I couldn't get my corner in Chicago. I fought in Chicago. I fought Jeff Kern and uh, their commissioners. They're just, there's bad mood. There's like, they just like to control, you know, they're just, they had lots of There's issues with the, they had issues they with UFC. They weren't going to let me corner Mondo. They said, mm-hmm. you got 50 bucks? I said, I can get it. You know, it's because I didn't have it. I, they said, we, they wanted cash. Yeah, we're here. Like, they wanted cash. We need to f- anyway, but you say corner him. What do you mean? Like, be in his corner, walk him out. And so be in the hang corner, out so, with him, be part yeah, of it. I couldn't even be in the back. If I didn't get this pass, I had to go sit So you had to buy a pass. Yeah, and then she, and then lady commissioner, license, this lady commissioner never fought a day in her life. She's probably 30-something, never fought a day in her life. Kept asking me for, so I ran around last minute. I get the check done. I get some money moved around. I give the guy cash. And they make a joke about spending it on pizza or something. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm going to go corner this guy. During his fight, before he fights, she comes up to me. She goes, did he give his 50 bucks? I said, listen, Linda. I'm in the room. <laughs> Her name is Linda. I said, you ask yeah. her, because I was being super nice at first. Listen, Linda. But I already got my pass now. You can just go. I said, I got my pass. If someone gave me the pass, then your commission messed up. So... And then my, so she comes over again. I mean, I hear this over and over. I walk right over to her. I say, listen, and I freak out. But so, and so that I'm, was part of yeah. the headache, too. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, having a corner man. He's, and Billy somebody. will tell you, too, when we were in the back, I, I usually don't drink water. You should, if you're drinking during or before a workout, it's not doing anything for you right then. It's going to help you later. It's good to do it, but you're yeah. not going to hydrate during. So I don't usually drink leading up to a fight. I'm so hydrated. I feel amazing. <clears throat> I'm not drinking. I might sip a little. And Billy will tell you I was chugging water before the fight. I just knew something was wrong. My throat didn't feel right. I felt I knew something was wrong, but what you know? Yeah, we got it. Yeah, right. I feel great. That's what I was gonna do. Keep telling myself that. Yeah. I feel great. This is my moment. I'm ready. So I go out there and I get hit in the first minute with a well. First of all, I throw this left. If it would have landed, I think we'd have pulled it off. But I missed. <laughs> and so then he so you throw left. You come out. Walk I come us out because yeah. hey, I know, know nothing about boxing. We're on CBS. This is on regular yeah. TV. This, this is, you yeah. can turn on Channel Four. Oh yeah. We're walking yeah, me, out and ready to go fight. Yeah. <laughs> so Teddy Linda, Atlas, yeah, <laughs> you throw it left. Hold on. Let me give you Teddy Atlas's what he advised the fans of because this is the most embarrassing fact of it all. So I work for Wheels Up Private Aviation too. So he say he tells how he talked to me, great honest kid. But you guys aren't wanting. Don't go to the kitchen. This isn't going to last long. <laughs> like you, Teddy knows he's been uh, around so long. He goes, he works for Wheels Up, but I'm afraid this is going to be a rough landing. So he's already, oh, he's already he's wrecked shop. On, oh, he's wrecking uh-huh. shop on me. But we, we had a great relationship. He's a good guy. He's entertaining. That was those were dimes. He just laid yeah, right on yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. I owe you one, Teddy. And then so uh, so I get in there. I get hit with a punch, and Billy will tell you I. That punch, normally, nothing. I would have grazed it off and kept fighting. I go straight down. And I, like, I'm confused. I, it was just a baby punch off the clip to my head. I, that was the only punch I got hit with. Boom, I go down. I stand right up. I've never been knocked out. I always stand up, even when I've been hurt pretty bad. 
and I stand up and the ref saves my life. I swear to God, the ref saved my life because I was in ketosis. We found out uh, my body was eating itself during yep. the fight. Yeah. And so the ref just, he kind of stepped back and was going to let it go. And he was looking at me and just stepped in. I think and I thought it was early. I was like, yeah, oh. he was mad, but I, I wasn't mad. God, I was what, like, is this the first round still? Yeah. It was yeah. A minute in. A minute in. Yeah. I threw that hay- Okay. So we came out and I threw that wild left hand haymaker because I think his chin was suspect, even though it's as big as this table. But um, I miss and he hits me with that punch. I go down. And, uh, and so now I'm going to the, I remember coming to on the, uh, stool and you can see it on the CBS they asked me what I was doing that weekend I was getting 10 grand I'm going to take my wife out to dinner at the top steakhouse I remember telling them that mm. like I I had that that was there in my memory but then I was gone again like I, huh. I came back so even though I was you, gone again you stood up in I the was, ring I don't you weren't that. with it yeah, I don't yeah, even exactly. remember okay. that stuff but then I sat on the stool I came back I remember answering a couple questions I'm out again I don't remember walking to the back so they try to interview you after that no no that's doctors oh okay doctors okay. are checking on me they're asking right. me making sure but I'm we're powerful man I and I I believe in my power so much that I snapped too what you need me to answer a question no problem I answered it who knows how? Yeah. And yeah. then I go to the back. I don't even remember walking to the back. You want me to take over here? Yeah. Yeah, you can tell this part since I didn't know what. So I wasn't we're there. walking in the back. And, you know, he's, he's like, I mean, I'm pat. I mean, it's a good job. I mean, it didn't look bad. You know, it happened fast. You know, whatever. Walking back. He seems like he's fine. He's like, oh, man. There's a big, long table. The guy sits down. The Bulgarian sits down on this side. Mono sits here. They're asking him a few questions. He's like, yeah, man, I'm good. And they check his eyes. He's like, you know, he's sweating a lot. He's check his eyes. Check his eyes. He starts shaking. And I'm like, what the? I've never seen this. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, and they don't know what to do. There's doctors right there, that, and they're like, I'm like, do something. Like, and the Bulgarian comes over, pours water on his head, and like, mono kind of. I mean, it was probably seven seconds of him shaking. Wow, I'm like, that's scary stuff. Yeah, dude, I've never seen. And I was so like, wait a minute, the doctors are like, whoa, whoa. And, he and asked the Bulgarian's me, like, I he, know this. And, and he asked me, like, leading to the fight, I'm like, we can take this guy, you know. And just in deep back of my head, right away, I'm like, I should have told him not. I should have told him no. We should not take this. But fight. once we're there, I'm not. You could, yeah. you could, you would have to stab me. And kill I, there's me. probably so many moments so, like that so in he, MMA where you look at your guy and you're like, dude, I believe in you. Yeah, you got the hard for it, but this this dude thing. is, yeah. So he but it wasn't even the guy; it was yourself at that point. Yeah, too. that's the point. That's the big thing is I don't feel too terrible about it because it was because of the ketosis. Well, you said too, so even on your best day, yeah, I would have. You felt like he probably would have beat you. Yeah, yeah. Unless I trained for five or ten years. I mean, I hit like Mac Truck. But so so he's shaking, and the guy pours water, and Mono comes too, right? And I'm like, fuck. Guess who comes over? Linda. <laughs> asking me for 50 bucks. <laughs> I'm like, Linda. And I don't know if her name's Linda. What was it? It was Linda. <laughs> Linda. I he goes, I told her, he tells me before the fight, I told Linda. <laughs> like, but she yeah. comes over and he's having shakes, you know. <laughs> they go, get him on the stretcher. We get him on the stretcher. I'm freaking out. Hold on, there's out. a little part. Remember, I, he poured water. Oh, yeah, the mono asked me. Come mono too. comes to and he goes, Billy, why am I dressed like this? I said, bro, you just had a fight. He goes, What? Who'd I fight? Because who'd I fight? And I point to that guy. He goes, whose idea was that? <laughs> whose idea was that? I remember, I remember that. Oh, I, I, I remember bad. looking at him and seeing this dude like. Because he was scary in person. Because oh, I'm like. I'm t- he looked like you if you took steroids for five years. And, your head was, and, and, and lived in the woods. And he had no expression. No expression. He was like that Fedor guy. You know, Oh, Fedor, He poured water and Mondo was like. Yeah. Sat back down. Nothing. I hope I'm I like, did not kill you. Yeah. He said that. No, no, no. So we ride. We we gotta stay. We stay uh, overnight. And uh, well, so, we, hey, so yeah, yeah some that. of that stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, my wife and dad aren't listening. Yeah, nobody knows I ended up in the hospital. I had like stroke-like symptoms of my heart, and this wow. was all due to ketosis. All of it. Yeah, I've been. It wasn't been for ketosis. getting punched. 
Yeah, I've, I've I mean, been it's, in ketosis it's many what times. You, what you try for when you're trying to lose and weight or trying to, yeah. yeah, it you is wanna, not a state that you want to do some hard exercise and perform in. I mean, it, right. it's, it, yeah, it's yeah. it's really really uh, it's a bizarre yeah. feeling. I found out how dangerous it is. I but I didn't even realize I was in. I was just being so confident. I wouldn't let myself even realize. But then afterwards, you look back and you're like. I didn't eat enough on a normal day. Near less yeah. trying to refuel because the food wasn't good. I was stuck in this hotel. Yeah, no, you just you just had a yeah. I bet you wonder what it have been like. Just oh, a little, just a little bit more control. And, and that's why I I say soft retirement. If I train properly for a year, I'll fight again. Otherwise, my family's too important. Yeah, you know, it's my brain's too important. I can help people in other ways. Well, it's dangerous. I, I suppose it's, it's just dawned on me. It's like how dangerous that is. Like if you're not if you're not, if, it's like racing a car that's going to break. Yeah. You know, you can't. You know, if you, it, yeah, you know it's about to crash because people not, die in boxing all the time. I mean, in yeah. boxing, you hear boxing. Yeah. You yeah. You the UFC guy. Boxing's far more died. dangerous because of weight or something. We're no, he got hit in the ring. Yeah, okay. I forget his name. I, that I just know. happened not too long. Ago. Yeah, about six months, yeah. a year ago or so. Yeah. I figured we're gonna see. I think the, eventually so we'll the, see something in the UFC like that. Well, the most something dangerous bad. thing is the second not, time what happened to that guy. That's was, what I told you about. You get knocked out. That's not. We're like programmed to get turned off, right? Yeah, you, that's you our won, safety mechanism. Yeah, that's our safety. And so, mechanism. but the dangerous thing is, boom! You're back up. You hit your back of your head, especially you yeah. fall and hit your back of your head. Your brain is everything's in peril at that moment. That's yep. the most dangerous thing. The worst, the worst. That's funny, sad because I'm playing football. The worst head trauma that I experienced was not the hit; it was my head hitting the ground <laughs> after that. Down. And that's why football, I think, is getting you see the NFL, is so you dangerous. See those, yeah. When they bounce well, off the ground, yeah. they're gone. Well, yeah. I was wild young too. I was a cornerback until high school. I played high school, and I was five five, hundred pounds, but I was hitting with my head. I'd run as fast as I could. I'd jump up like a ram <laughs> and yeah. hit him right. But that was that was the cool thing to do. <laughs> but, but you're the heavy hitters. I'd get, I'd get migraines after that, and I'd go get sick. But what I was and doing? By the way, was he just said air quotes. Yeah, yeah, migraines yeah. after well, that. I thought, I, love it. I thought it was migraines, but it was really concussions. I did that yeah. for five, yeah. six years. Yeah, I did that for every game. He also yeah. one game, well, a couple weeks. He had this. He hurt his wrist, and he had this brace on. He had the clubber. Yeah, I was the, I was a corner too. I'm not sure why they made me a corner. I was five five with a size. Whose idea was that? Yeah, right. I was the slowest kid on the team, but I got to hang out with Wild Bill, so that was where our friendship started really um and so he had this thing but he would have to tape it up for the games there's a metal rod in the middle of yeah it. you get the refs checking it but oh, yeah. well, that's just, just a freaking just weapon a, oh he just had a little cut <laughs> and you would hear and he would slide it out you would hear in the pileups we would know you just hear a kid ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, billy got somebody you know billy got another one billy got another one i was yeah i mean i took football serious but then once i started wrestling and they like it's politics i was politics. like you know what? I'm, gonna was bad. I'm gonna have fun with it stab people mm-hmm. in the huddles and I stuff i didn't play <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were crazy. You talked about this when we were young. We had no pre like you have drove a hundred miles per hour everywhere. Now if I go eighty nine, I'm like whoa. Yeah, I'm scared to speed now. The older I get, the, yeah. the slower. I understand this. But now. when we it's were like, young, call I, me grandpa. You're right? Yeah, I don't care. No. Yeah. It's funny, and, and we were talking about important. that. That you know, we've had podcasts on this with people where or experts on this, where it's like your frontal cortex of your brain isn't developed, and that is the part of your brain that keeps you safe. And if you don't have that, you're just going to do whatever and you do, de- right? And we're designed that way. That's why those are the things that interest me is yeah. that we're not supposed to have that when we're young. Not you know? yet, why? but we're in a society mm-hmm. now that 
needs that's it. That's the next, and that's what we, that we will it. evolve. We'll the keep people changing. that survive will probably have mm-hmm. a different uh, developmental structure. But, I clearly uh, have a caveman, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rocking the caveman. I was, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was slow <laughs> getting started into adulthood. Well, there was a uh, mention of you slapping a heavyweight champ. No, that was that's actually good. me. That was yeah, you, Buster Douglas himself. Yeah, he'd like to tell you that was 18 years old, but I was like, what? Yeah, that wasn't. I was 25, probably. Dude, we we got to tell a story, yeah. don't we? Yeah, we, we, we can close we have with that. time. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. I can tell you guys, uh, Buster. I think we're cool now. I don't care if we're not. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just but, uh, but Buster has John Johnson, who's been in his life, and John helps him in a lot of ways. But almost like you're talking about with the kids, yeah, you know, does too much and controls too much. But they got in a situation. Should I just tell everything? I don't. This is my first you, time telling a story. Remember, you are, like, you are. Well, look, man. You're not I don't, using I don't, you, know, you, know, you know, we should. You do don't have to use the name. You know, you know, we should do. On I that. don't mind though. I, I honestly. Maybe we should I, just wait. We're gonna hold off. You on guys want to come yeah, back? Okay. Yeah, we're just coming. Yeah, I'd love to have you on again, dude. This is all and, love. And to no, be honest, I'm real. I would have them both sit here. I, I. Maybe we can do that. That's what I'm saying. I love people. I, I want to always help. That would be a cool story to tell. Type thing. Yeah. Well, here's and, the and thing. to hear their perception of it. And I love Buster's green Cadillac, too. Uh, it is he got rid of it, didn't he? Did he? Did he Buster's on hard times, though. Uh, That's man, why I was dude, buying his... I'm going to be bumming out, man, because I would have bought that ride, dude. I'm pretty sure he's... That big then, green... Then Burns almost bought it. Burns and Bill Bollinger. Somebody we know. That's why I know it's sold. We'll get back to on yeah, that. We'll pick that. I want to find that car. So you guys have a goal. You want a podcast. Yep. We got a studio. Wow. Well, Look they got. This. They want a podcast. We got a place where you can do that. I'm sure we'll I'm, be talking a lot more. If but there's it, any listeners out there, if you enjoyed this, please tell them so they can help us. Do you guys have a, have a platform, the Journeyman? Now here we go. No, uh, real quick, back here. up real quick. Mondo's loves the idea. I'm. I'm. I, I like. Bill's the coming idea. with me. Bill, you're doing like like choice. You're yeah. going to come back in here. You're just going to get yeah. used to it. You're, All you got to do is give it fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah. I bring. I bring Linda in here. You just keep doing exactly what you're doing. You're going to be just fine. Yeah. Yeah. We have to have get two predictions I'm from not, the fighters though i won't yeah. be as good with him without him also we're peas in a pot oh no man no you guys are yeah. so you pod- guys are i run the show they, yeah. they're just they're, they're, here's the other know. thing that's going on so podcast you guys need a podcast we've got a studio all of us have been talking recently about the extra lbs we've put on our bodies yeah oh for sure and, you know man. it's like there's a beautiful six months eight months ago i was a buck that's, 92 those are, those are bellies and I was slapping <laughs> jared and jeff I belly mine, slapping. Mine, yeah. so i you know there was a time i could do you know i could yeah. do 25 pull-ups i probably could yeah. do one right now but i uh and that's a lie. I never did 25 in a row. <laughs> I don't think i've hit i did 15 yeah. i could do i got up to 18 one time yeah, yeah. that was in my prime and Long arms, man. That's what I always say. I got long arms. Man. I got, not sh- I got arms, 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 bro. Bro. I got I real short shows. arms. <laughs> Let's just say God didn't make me a yeah. Anyway, maybe it's like T Rex. can't get at it, man. Yeah. Maybe we're we, deal. We, we've got a deal here. This is a great day. I'm glad you guys came down here with us. Thanks for having us. Jump you, on a lawyer talk. Off yeah. the you guys record. are awesome. Well, you guys are natural. Our lawyer stuff. We didn't get there. We got plenty of that. Well, there's a lot to keep it cranking. This is this is an introduction. You know what I mean? We want to bring you guys in. They wanted to see the beard. I think that was the biggest. Thing. Well, of course, they, wanted, they, does, want, right? they wanted a little bit of the beard, but they Next got it. Next time I'm gonna have that same. I love it. Man. Keep it going. I'll give you my gal too if you want to get a referral tra- to trim it up and yeah, get your haircut. Get a, just get a good yeah. start. Just give you a good shave. Get his haircut. I'm gonna go straight bald. That's why I say I'm get a good shave of the head. What man. hairs are we talking about? I'm not gonna yeah. for a straight. Don't pay anybody to shave your head. I'll do it for nothing. That's what he always gets mad at me. He's like, why don't you just go to Great Clips, man? It's like ten bucks. It's like forty bucks. I'll do it for three fifty. But I want my beard. Three dollars fifty cents. I got you. So you gotta blend it in and stuff. I don't. Oh, she does it. 
Oh, I don't look that good right now because it's been a while. But yeah, blended. I can blend the beard. I ran. I rocked the beard, bald head for years. Yeah, I wore Dolce Gabbana's. I've been multiple people. When I played college football, I was the prima donna wide receiver. You were wearing Dolce. Oh, big from Vegas. They weren't even Columbus for three more years. That's awesome. Not in college. I had skin shit. Well, I did have some Mohawks. My wife talks about that. She well, liked the Mohawk. I think you guys, you guys have the makings of a great show. And, no, uh, for so sure, much, dude. Yeah, for sure. Be, I, I mean, listen the fight to you guys talk all, all day. And, yeah, I, I, I just it's back to sort of circle it right back. It's like the fighting, the fight stories, and the fight train, all that stuff. It's it's a great metaphor for life. I mean, you you learn so many lessons. I've I, and I've never done it. I'm just watching what you guys mm-hmm. are giving us, and it's like pretty fascinating it's stuff. So I want to know. I got to know. Triple G Canelo's this weekend. Who you got? Both of you, the fighters. Can I preface it? My dad been in boxing 60 years. Anything can happen in a fight. Well, of course. We, we'll give our opinions, but any two men get We got to be quick because like we got to finish yeah, it up. No, I, like it. no uh, I think uh, Canelo by knockout. Triple G. Canelo. Triple G. I'm a G fan. He's but not the human. I like. I just a, think the, the... You think Canelo. All right. Yeah, I think he's outboxing. All right. The one everybody probably knows is coming is Khabib. Khabib, Connor, Connor, Connor by knockout quick. Connor by knockout first round. I just want to see Connor fight forever. I'd watch Connor lose 30 times and keep watching him fight. So I would entertainment. too. The last time yeah. I, I heard Khabib. Bears. He wrestled I heard Khabib on that bus when the, when the, when the dolly he was scared. He goes, I killed that man. I, dude, I, he's for real. He's yeah. one of these guys. You look at him. Don't, and, if he gets a hold of him and takes him, this might not you happen. Watch the just, Khabib, do you watch the Khabib uh, uh, guy from New Jersey fight? Um he kept trying to take him down. He couldn't take him down. Michael Johnson? No, it was a late but replacement. LaQuinta. LaQuinta. Oh, I, I love yeah, LaQuinta. Yeah, horrible. Yeah. He has Al, no, Al, he has Al no head yeah. movement. I think what do you think up. will happen if Khabib gets a hold of him and takes him down? Connor gets up. You do? Yeah. I saw, he's I just, training. He's, he put out a video out. Connor is getting it. He's, he's, getting, he's, right. he's, he's with like an Olympic. Like, so he hasn't wasted his time He's putting the work in. He's putting the work in. He's putting the work in. All right. I can't wait to just... All right, I well, love you what's guys, that fight? This is awesome. Triple G Canelo's uh, end of the month, Saturday night. Saturday I, night is is the boxing. Triple G the biggest, Canelo. probably. I mean, biggest pay per view. I mean, it, in a long time. The uh, the first fight was was huge. Yeah. The second one, I don't feel like they promoted as well. But, I don't know, maybe right. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what's do. After the Connor fight, let's have you guys back in. We'll do some. Oh, hell yeah, uh, we'll dude. do some yeah, yeah. post mortem. Well, you're coming in tomorrow anyway. Yeah. We're doing yeah, this yeah. again. Yeah, we'll I told this. I do this every day. I would too. If I don't know if we can do it without some brains. Like me and him need a little brains in the operation. Well, that's where Five Eleven Productions comes. We're gonna we're gonna keep you pointed in the right direction. So, all right. Well, that's it. Our special guest here on the Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks Thank so man. much. Good day. Great stuff. And, and, and you guys are proof in the pudding here that uh, that a fighting sport, I think, is a, is a good thing. I think a fighting sport is going to help us ultimately oh, yeah. get through a lot of problems. So mm-hmm. with that, it's the only sport I really we bring it back to watch. lawyer talk off the record uh, on the air at the five one one Studio C. Until now. Thanks for listening, Jared, Jeff, and Steve. Thank you, guys. Salut.